listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but, but a, a bitch ain't one. one. I got the rap patrol on the gap patrol. Foes that want to know if I make sure my cask is closed. Rap critics say your money cash hoes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with hoes in your zapper toes, you celebrate the minute you was having those. I'm like, fuck critic. You can kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got beef with radio. They don't play my show. They don't play their hits. I don't give a shit, son. Hello. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on Saturday. Feedback time. Mm-hmm. Time to talk about all the stuff that you guys want to talk about. You know how it goes. I'm assuming today is going to be a pretty long one because uh, we talked about a bunch of controversial stuff. Yes, we did. <laughs> so uh, with no further ado, we're going to give a shout out to all the people from, uh, you know, they go to the blackouttips.com. Look on the right-hand side, and they donate to the show. They hook us up with a little something extra. Let's give it to them. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day. That's right. It's a new day. We got new money. Shout out to M. Stevens, Film Press Comics. Appreciate your recurring donation. We do, and like we've already told y'all, pay full price, y'all. Full price for their comments. David S., recurring donator. Thank you very much, David. Thank you, David. Got a one-time donation from Cassie L. Thank you very much, Cassie. Thank you for visiting us, sweetie. Brian D. wrote in with his one-time donation. A small token of appreciation for all the great content over the years. Appreciate y'all. Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Maurice Novembre. He donated with his proceeds from the drug game. Yes, we see you in your white suit. Right, <laughs> the game that you run. Right. We got a brand new recurring donator, Christopher M. Aww. Thank you very much, Chris. Snap night. He's gonna be in there with comrades. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, actually, that's in the wrong folder. That's a. Anyway, don't worry about it. You shout out to Chris. You, you, you hooked us up. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, we got uh Preston. Preston F. Recurring Donator. That's a new name, ain't it? Brand new. Right. I'm about to say that's definitely brand new. Yes. Welcome to the new members class, class, Preston. Right. We appreciate you, dog. Your pamphlet is on the way. Mm-hmm. Christopher D. Chris from Hawaii. Always uh, tweeting about us on uh, Twitter with the Rodisms and the Karenisms and the Justinisms. <laughs> Letting us know the ratchet shit that we said reminded me every day that i ain't shit <laughs> thanks man thank you sweetie brina h this with that recurring donation thank you brina thank you brina uh i put this one in the wrong photo too what what, what was i doing this week <laughs> that, <laughs> a lot of shit going on that i put people stuff in the wrong photo i don't know oh uh, all right conrad l official recurring first time donator of the show yes new members class for the just let y'all know all y'all new members that's who you need to go see to get your pamphlets and get you know everything down for the new members class tabitha m recurring donation thank you tabitha thank you Corey, the tickler recurring donator thank you sweetie jennifer o z like them ounces thank you very much for your recurring uh-huh. donation i like that baby for the ounces of jennifer yes alexis h recurring donator look at all these look all these people yes rosalie v i think she's new yes recurring donation thank you what was going on this week that y'all yeah wonga no everybody knows wonga from australia mate hey sweetie down under uh darren s 
recurring donation thank you sweetie one time donation from o2 akpon i hope i pronounced that right uh but i i too thank you very much for your recurring donation thank you look at that uh that that's everybody it took us three minutes into the song good grief you look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you smile Hey, hey. Can't explain Fell from heaven Find the shower and it's just like street harassment the song <laughs> i guess you can do this to women and it'll be okay <laughs> stand on the street and pretend that you're singing this song like smile what'd you say you smile me. for me you no know, you gotta have a chorus and the choir in the background and and then keep, well i can get a chorus of street harassers that don't, don't seem <laughs> that difficult we can make this work <laughs> and the smile whole band for me i do go pop up the ground let me get drums. your number let me get your number smile won't you just smile then when she walked by and don't say nothing you be like well fuck you bitch you can know it's when you fuck you bitch you ain't giving up when you was ugly anyway right that's how that's see the song could change then that's the only way it'll work you gotta be you gotta, gotta have two versions of it you gotta be disrespectful after you walk by <laughs> yes or it's not really street harassment uh all right man we did get some uh five-star reviews on itunes uh go to itunes if you're on an apple device you can even do it from the internet on your computer uh but you gotta create a login write us a little review leave us five stars we appreciate everybody that does that helps the show out moves us up the rankings lets people know that hey this podcast has a lot of listeners and they uh continue to, to fuck with your boys and karen mm-hmm. uh <laughs> five star review for a five star podcast by i'm i hope i don't mess your name up r2 Akpon, uh which is uh oak pond 24 I found out about this podcast after listening to Bo Monty Jones, Ryder Karen bring a genuine, passionate, and intelligent take on a wide range of topics. I've laughed my backside off with ball alert and sore ratchetness and have shared their outrage when they discuss pressing issues. They have helped me get through the most trying year in my life and provided me the escape I needed. Much love to both of them, and I hope they have continued success. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. And I'll try a different way. Uh, I, too. You know what I'm saying? O2, O2. One of them gotta be right. O2, you let me know. But oh dog, we appreciate you. Seriously. We do. We also got one from Gummis. Must listen podcast five stars. I've been a long time listener and love this podcast. When something jumps off in the news, I can't wait to hear Ryder Karen's take on the subject. Whether or not I agree with them, I know that I'm going to get a good laugh. Love the show. Keep it going. Crazy profit. Exactly, dog. You ain't got, like, that's the thing i don't expect anybody to agree with us all the time no you know certain topics i do feel more strongly than others but same here end of the day we got to share the earth with a lot of different kind of people you know yes we do uh anyway try to keep it respectful and we'll be all right we sure will best podcast ever by player hating 
it's lit <laughs> thanks player hating sweet and simple great five stars by timothy underscore j17 came for hashtag them thrones review and stayed for everything else well, that's how we get you Woo-hoo! by the way you know walking dead don't start till august that that thing you were talking about august yeah so we might be able to do another show between it like the strain or because yes, that, that don't start to uh that's not actually start next month okay uh we have to look at the show schedule because i know yeah, a bunch of hbo shit stars true detective okay hopefully they won't collide um, what what all is it true detective a bunch of shit getting ready to start for the summer um ballers that new rock series the rock Six has a series, series on hbo that looks interesting um and some other jack black series on hbo yeah, so we'll we'll see we'll see hopefully, right. hopefully if it don't conflict with the strain that's what i want to do but we'll see okay five stars jj odell says i love to listen to this show during my work day i keep my it keeps me smiling and laughing it feels like i'm listening in on a group of my friends just having fun joking around and discussing current events also love the walking dead and game of thrones recaps i found the blackout tips through hashtag black twitter and i'm so glad i did right i thank you and Mm -hmm. uh black twitter needs to get more credit for the good shit it does because <laughs> right too many people talk bad about black Twitter. like it's on black twitter and i'm like nigga the, we all we got you better be happy ain't that the truth black twitter is the student union the black student union of america and the world <laughs> ain't it though like niggas group up and find each other anyway five star reviews on stitcher uh you can go to either stitcher.com and do it through your computer or you can use your stitcher app on your phone to leave us five star reviews and we'll read them on the show jay gray says five stars tbgwt is one of the best podcasts out today tbgwt is one of the most entertaining and informative podcasts out today i love the way Ryder karen are able to mix in comedy with the serious issues we face in our so-called minority communities and they call it how they see it with no filter i enjoy the wide range of guests you have on the show and it has introduced me to other podcasts i have added to my listening collection Ryder and karen keep up the awesome work and i look forward to being a premium member soon well thank you very much jay gray thank you sweetie bianca from milwaukee says five stars tbgwt is the greatest five stars all day every day all day niggas that's what i'm talking about mm-hmm. rod and karen should have a tv show you are by far my favorite podcast keep doing exactly what you're doing your guests are awesome your commentary is spot on and hashtag them thrones is the best game of thrones recap on any podcast anywhere love you guys wish you continue set success also f ollie ha <laughs> <laughs> nobody who like ollie no more Mm-mm. ollie uh, on my shit list everybody hates ollie mm-hmm. uh but yeah thank y'all for the five star reviews man let's let's go to the page and get into your comments because you know there's lots of comments this week um and uh, i'll start with someone left a comment on the show from last week but it's a new comment like we didn't get to read it last week okay uh it was from episode 968 black people can't swim where we talked about the McKin- mckinney uh um texas debacle mm-hmm. with the races with the cop that was tripping and shit anyway um she writes in hey rod how are you guys doing i'm new here and it's from music uh maybe music chick i don't know music uh i'm new here and i would like to point out that i read somewhere that one african-american guy who lives there i guess in mckinney Mm -hmm. said that some of the folks in that area of caucasian descent called the police because he was fishing and the police officer knew what happened and since it's been happening to that guy for the past decade but that's all i wanted to say keep up the good work for you guys yeah 
yeah a lot of people said like you know i mean because i do understand like the cops actions were racist and that's really the that's part of the problem Mm -hmm. but i really do think you have to examine the thing what is it in someone's makeup that will make them call the police on black people and assume they weren't supposed to be there right like both things need to be talked about because the the police for a long time have been used as an extension of like white societies like criminalization of black people Mm -hmm. and the impetus for that as well as the police action need to be examined because even if the police like what happens if the one police officer isn't aware that every time this guy goes fishing some racist asshole calls the cops on him so he actually does show up and has an altercation with the guy one day Mm -hmm. you know like you would hope that after a couple times they just be like don't answer that call but you know it's just shit like that where you out my hope would be that they would call that person and say hey stop go by that person's house that's calling the police that keeps calling them and says hey can you please stop right he you know he has a fishing license it's not illegal to fish there you know right you wasting our time you're tying our phone lines up we could be helping somebody else mm-hmm. uh so last week we had of course the feedback show which was colored commentary and uh no comments but the poll was do you think being transracial is a real thing and people were commenting on that uh five percent of our audience said yes they think transracial can be a real thing and of course 95 percent said no i'm with that group cassie says who the hell voted yes they must be trolling yeah they didn't leave a comment sugar bay says no sick of this shit (laughs) (laughs) for real it's just that simple yes just no uh then we had episode 971 with my man reggie from what's the t uh we talked about rachel dolezal for the first time mm-hmm. by rachel was the title of the episode um and we talked about a lot of stuff so it's Aldana's husband taking her last name uh snoop dogg's liquor uh <laughs> contract you know he getting paid uh yeah uh we found out that lark lark Voorhees, uh you know the the black one from Saved by the Bell ended up mm-hmm. marrying Jimmy Green, yeah, the, the, the criminal, right? Jimmy Jimmy Green uh, posting Jimmy, his crimes on Facebook, right? Jimmy Green on the track, ho. Ah, yes. We had some comments. Anonymous says, "Bruh, that dude remind me of how Fifty was rapping in the beginning as a kid and get rich or die trying. Shit was just garbage." And he's talking about the guy who made the song for Rachel mm-hmm. Dolezal. Mm-hmm. You know. My beautiful time, terrible shit. <laughs> he said she had that prettiest for JJ though. Mm-hmm. Sheila says spot on about Rachel. Hilarious show by the way. LOL at that song her husband made for her. Ratty Gasson said the alternative show title could have been Rachel Tourism. That that's a good one. That's a good one. They, I did consider it. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince Laurent says there is so much to talk about, but I will keep it brief. Firstly, I'm tired of seeing the, I'm tired of seeing the articles discuss the plausibility of a white person being the president of an NAACP chapter. Black people are not even disputing that shit. Black people are upset because of the line and claiming false life experiences, and America has never given anyone a pass for this level of exaggeration. Right. If that is the case, Brian Williams should have got his job back. Say that again. He was in the war zone. Why should it matter if his helicopter went down or not? Or is it or is this the only situation too complicated for the truth? Secondly, why are these black academics trying so hard to be understanding and analytical? 
they can't see the forest for the trees i understand that some of them are excited by something new in the scope of race but they need to slow down even if transracial could be a thing this is not the case to prove shit right yeah that's my exact point any like people that have been coming through trying to like compare it to being transgender and stuff Mm-mm. i hear what you're trying to say i really do i'm not gonna be a dick about it i am no. okay karen will be a dick mm-hmm. about it i will not be a dick about it i do hear what you're trying to say even if it was a thing or it is a thing we would need to study this thing and she can't be the person nope like you can't start on a foundation of lies if you're being earnest about this so it's a very disingenuous question because it then dismisses all the offense she's caused all the harm she's caused right. so that you can just muse over the shit and 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 it's not that you know it's, it would be like it would be like if someone was like hey i i you know i just got raped and you were like yeah you know but let's talk about the dynamics and the social parameters of like what consent really is it's like that's so fucking rude and obnoxious you don't do that now Mm-mm. you know and you definitely don't do it with this case nope third why is everyone stopping so short with their dollars are gender comparisons they need to keep going and talk about the shit that caitlin didn't do caitlin never tried to put the struggles of being a woman on bruce's shoulders right bruce only had to deal with his gender identity rachel wants sympathy for being white black and transracial even if she fooled everyone rachel had no experiences as a black woman until after college lastly i hope that someone will ask her some good questions for example what was her first experience as a black woman if she really is transracial that would be a very significant moment in her life yeah yeah i think um the gender comparisons um fall flat because um we do have documented studied Mm -hmm. um like psychologists have talked to these people like we have kind of like if this was a thing this rachel dolezal would be the first and only case that we know of mm-hmm. you know um because even when like colored people quote unquote would try to pass in the past where it was for a matter of survival even they wouldn't just tell you like no 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 i'm white they would like they would tell you that as a matter of survival but they would also have cut off all their black family right. for fear. like it was still a deception and a ruse it wasn't like they really were like i know i'm white even though i came out of a black vagina they just like no 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 no. i just want to live a white life because it's, it's much less fraught with danger right and if they got caught they got killed so they were they were gonna lie <laughs> right she got caught she's still living in fact she's making fucking money off of her claiming that she was black yeah but you know what you know another thing about transgender stuff is a lot of these people identify from a extremely early age like um you know and they feel quote unquote crazy their whole lives and mm-hmm. they go through all this stuff and i feel like you know rachel opted in and out at, at her convenience right and, and you know whatever best whatever best suited her needs and then on top of that you just have so such a foundation of lies from this woman i really don't understand how you can start with her to have the transracial debate i just i'm not willing to entertain it no she's not the one maybe another case but not this one and uh, me and your daddy was talking about this yesterday mm-hmm. and um when we was talking about it, your daddy kept saying she's crazy and i had to uh let your daddy know i'm not debating the fact that she's crazy mm-hmm. i like every and i kept telling him that when i was when you interact with people on social media they kept saying that to dismiss your anger and i was telling him that that's the thing that's making people mad and upset because you go when well, she's crazy she, okay we understand that but 
it's deeper than her just being crazy it's the offensiveness behind all her actions that she's doing also yeah. on top of her being fucking crazy it wouldn't be a problem if everyone just dismissed her the way like when when this first started mm-hmm. and everyone started tweeting jokes if everyone had just stayed on that and i'm not saying black women i mean right everyone else because black women really were the most like that's this is crazy that's a joke and i'm not gonna consider this right but once everyone else started trying to do their thought experiments seriously and wanting to get her on tv and writing these articles and using her as a cuddle to to bash black women and parading her in front of us that's when it changed right and we know this wouldn't happen with anyone but a white woman right only a white woman will be taken seriously at trying to be another race right and and you no know, when you talk about like trans uh racial and all that stuff i don't want to hear it unless this is, can go both ways and it will never go both ways like i said my black ass can never say that i'm white and not be called a nigga and and thrown out and people would joke me and i would never be on the interview i would never you know be well how do you feel being white or when, when did you identify as being white none of that shit would ever happen so until that can happen i, I it's just something like i said I'm, I'm 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 gonna be a motherfucking republican about this nope my mind will not change about this no Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that, um, like, my mind is, I'm willing to, I'm, I like anything, my mind is willing to change, but it, someone needs to do some work. Like, okay. I'm sure the first time I heard transgender, my mind was blown. You know what I mean? Right. I remember I was listening to KATG, uh, Keith and Girl, and they were talking about Lauren's experience, and Lauren was saying like because you know before that it was just like oh lauren's a lesbian right but then when lauren started talking about being transgender being a male stuck in this female body and i heard it from a very personal point of view i was like okay this seems to be an actual thing let me look into it i'm reading it it's researched there's other cases like all of a sudden it's like oh man like not only is this a thing this could have been a thing for all of human existence we're just learning how to put some of this stuff into words and how to really express it it. because you know when people say stuff like well i just don't believe in in that or something like that well or i just don't understand how someone could be transgender well okay you're straight right you're normally normally the person saying this is straight right do you understand how someone could be gay because i don't really understand how they can be gay because i don't have any like i don't have those same like makeup inside of me to be like i'm gonna have sex with a person of the same sex but i even without me understanding it i can still be supportive of the fact that they deserve equality i can still be supportive of and respectful to people whose life experience is that right And, and it's not like i feel like it's just some made up thing whereas now that since transgender is the newer of the things people that say they're pro lgbt but really are just pro l or just pro lg or just pro lgb but you know very rarely all the way to that t i feel like a lot since it's the newer thing people are more skeptical of it um and that's one of the reasons there's so much pushback well transracial would be even newer than that That, that, so like you're gonna need like you're gonna need science you're gonna need studies you're gonna need uh, case examples and right now the only case example that people are, are discussing is this lady who we know is a charlatan right. so i can't really seriously discuss something nope. w- that a charlatan did like I, like it's 
like you need more backup than just that i'm right. sorry and right. and i know that the only reason you're entertaining it is because of her white privilege right. which is we would never entertain when sammy sosa bleached his skin we did not have this conversation even when michael jackson started having a uh, vitiligo or whatever we never had this conversation mm-hmm. like there was it was wacko jacko and that was the end of it we're only discussing it because why shouldn't a white person want to be and can be anything they want to be right so we need to discuss this shit it's so stupid right and, and like i said as of right now there has nothing that nobody has presented me that will make me change my mind i am mm-hmm. a very uh logical thinking person and i can be persuaded but you need to come to me with more than this bullshit in order for me to change my mind yeah i haven't seen anything but supposition like no one has the, the, yeah we're not even at the stage where people have any data on this right. it's just because this white woman decided to be black and people are like well why can't she be I'm like okay because she can't and All right. why can't you be aging tomorrow right. okay and 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 i think the thing too is that the biggest problem that i have is that you're not even being sensitive to the race that she's claiming and also that's the problem too it's like it's no sensitive <laughs> talking it's just dismissing a whole group of people because this is what she says she wants to be and we're just supposed to accept her because she said so no miss mm-hmm. mark well we're supposed to say because of the work she did that no one has cited or know about or can name right just the assumption that she did a lot of work miss mark did a lot of work too miss smart wrote in if you are pregnant and you made the decision oh okay so we talked about that new law in florida where jeb bush or somebody wants you to go to the like if you want to have an abortion they want you to basically go to the clinic twice right before you can do it miss mm-hmm. smart says if you are pregnant and you made the decision to terminate the pregnancy you should be able to get it done in the least invasive way possible time is of the essence especially for women with limited resources financial and health care access if a woman is seven to nine weeks pregnant she can take a pill commonly known as the abortion pill followed by another pill taking it home there's no suction or anesthesia but this is if she gets to the doctor early enough and isn't forced into a torturous waiting game a few days too late and the pill option is lost when right. she has to go with the aspiration method vacuum method or the dne dilation and evacuation they love showing pictures of allegedly aborted fetuses however they conveniently ignore that the less invasive option exists but only early right and some of them purposely delay like when you go in a lot of them will purposely delay have you come back schedule counsel and just all this other bullshit you know you taking time off work and you know and so you're making me go twice which means i have to go once and then turn around and have to go fucking why do i need to go twice what what extra information are you gonna tell me you couldn't tell me the first time yeah um yeah and honestly nobody's going to the to the planned parenthood that hasn't thought about what they're about to do right it's not like oh man thank god i had 24 more hours uh kyle says i like how karen kept throwing shade at Locke Voorhees' outfit during that article ice cold man ice cold <laughs> and then we had one poll the poll was does rachel dolezal really believe she's black 25 percent of say yes she truly believes it 75 percent said no she's not she knows she's not black uh now that was at the beginning of the week i don't know if they still think that but kind of surprised that it was 25 percent believe she's really black when you notice she's had all this deception around it 
lenny says this doesn't really have anything to do with the poll but thanks to ryan and karen and reggie for not spending the entire show diverted to this person i needed an escape from this story twitter facebook and all my local tv stations and on and on it feels like this is a month-long story we're not even a weekend anyways love your show it did it did didn't it well you know what's funny about that is um someone had wrote, written in like hey man y'all gonna cover her on the show y'all should dedicate a whole show to her and i was like i doubt it'll be a whole show because it like as fascinating as it is other shit happened yes and, it does you know i don't only want to talk, talk about her i i really feel like the bigger discussion is the rift between the black community about this shit not right not her, her. she's actually not very important and honestly not all that fascinating because right. i know she's a grifter like i can't i don't know who these people are that can get past shit like that i don't i can't get past shit like that and like it's like if someone was like i fucking steal shit for a living but i also can cook a mean you know dinner can i come to your house and cook dinner i'd be like no no. you you that's i don't give a fuck if you can cook or not you steal for a living you can't come in my house like that's how i thought the story should have been treated and i was more surprised by you know the reaction of people and it just grew worse and ultimately the, the saddest part to me was the entire time i felt like a clock was counting down mm-hmm. to the next time that innocent black people would be killed in this country and the rift between black men, men. and women would completely be gone because right. black women would kind of be called to task to action and they would all as always they would answer the call a black man who had been chastising these women for you know the, a week now would drop this shit and finally and just fall in line because hey now we have something we all feel bad about mm-hmm. and uh sadly that shit happened which you right. know that's the most cynical thing to think like that but that is exactly what i was thinking the whole time I was like what are we the next police shooting away from everybody being like fuck rachel dole's out that's not important anymore right because she never was actually important right. it's like other i ain't trying to be funny it's like other people made her important it's like niggas made her important and you're like she's not really that important oh you say she's important okay fuck you now i'm angry and that's where a lot of my anger come because i was here for the jokes like I, we could have joked all day long i just want to know where her and chad hayes are right and why why y'all ain't asking her about uh uh how she feel about her people dying i've been asking chad hayes on twitter hey chase your niggas uh would love you to speak on on charleston right crickets yeah what what do you have to say about that you know since you care about the people are you down there in charleston hip-hop culture right right black the black culture you can say nigga but you apparently can't find the words to speak out about the things that happen to niggas okay right because you can opt out of that shit it's why it's so infuriating you can just hey all all of their superpowers none of their weaknesses i'm a day walker i can walk the fuck away from this i don't have to deal with it y'all are left to deal with the tragedy and the oppression i'll just opt in for some cool hip-hop slang and some rap beats all right thanks right i don't no. i don't want to really be here when 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 niggas get shot i don't really want to be here when niggas get hung i right. and when it comes to that i'm not a nigger anymore so it's like nah dog you can't do that and, and then people want to act like well what's wrong with you for, for her saying that she's white because she don't want that part of it if she wants to be black she needs to be 100 percent all the way black and that comes with blackness yeah well it just she she can't be and that's my whole it's, point she just can't be it's not you know 
it's just not the way this country works uh eve says i think it's pretty clear from the beginning of the season oh i'm sorry <laughs> episode 972 crows before snows we had mail from the good and terrible show and justin doing his white person voice eve says i think it was pretty clear for the beginning of, for the beginning of the season that john snow was gonna bite the big one nope you wrong i called that and no one can take that away from me i don't read the books i did not know it was gonna happen there wasn't a lot of foreshadowing Mm-mm. it was all me and all y'all that waited till after that didn't write in about this before can bite it i'm sorry but you had nine episodes to be writing these emails about this it. obvious he gonna die nobody was writing it i was talking about it niggas was mad yeah you they were roasting one. me they was talking about that it don't make sense what about his birth all i said is he too honest and the nigga gonna die that's all and i was good and y'all just need to let me know that i was right oh yeah you was and right that, and that's it i don't want no more don't write in talking about we all knew nope mm-mm, nope I it was know. obvious nope nope mm-hmm. right in i saw the timeline light the fuck up when that nigga got stabbed oh yeah they people was hurt and mad and angry yeah. even people that read the book because they're at a point where they're kind of they went so far off beyond the book nobody really knew what was gonna happen all i know is nobody was i see no one on timeline talking about something yeah that's what we all knew nobody that you know doesn't read the books anyway forget that my only problem with his death is that we never learn who his mother is in season one i remember ned telling john that he tell him about his mother when he came back from king's landing but we all know how well that went i'm not sure if the writers would have even brought it up if it wasn't important to the storyline but then again i could be wrong yeah i mean we might find out anyway you know the other thing is he could stay dead and we could still find out that he was a you know robert's bastard or some shit even then he would still be a bastard though um as for the night's watchmen when the white walkers come and john isn't there to bail them out i hope someone screenshots ollie and alice's faces so we can remember that was the moment when they knew they fucked up right because he's the one that saved them the last time whether john comes back or not it's not like he'll stick around and help defend the wall after what they did to him nope john snow will peace the fuck out i think he will too anonymous writes in bravo well done rod and karen them thrones 15 was pure perfection justin jolizal as i have ah. named the voice my man j trill used this episode should get my get favorite t- guest tippy award for the year it was a straight podcast gold i was like rod so he gonna roll with this voice the whole show damn the dolazar ah. story the dolazar story to me was just confirmation that people are generally just crazy as shit so far out there but still i'm like yeah i can see that happening as messed up as it is my fear now is that the collective freak out an internal battle about if it's okay and if she meant no harm if you're co-signing with her you're going way out of your way to overlook slash gloss over what she's doing right bottom line she's crazy as bad shit it messed up it's messed up on multiple levels and she deserves to get put on blast to be exposed and called to account for her actions but more than anything i'm waiting for them jokes nigga well the jokes is all on twitter you missed that phase it went hard people don't see this for what it is aren't going to get it that's theirs to deal with it's like christmas with them never ending jokes on this when halloween comes around this year it's going to be some beat downs when people go to the company halloween party in blackface mark my words then the person who get beat down gonna be like i was the victim of a racist attack rachel <laughs> I, rachel matter too <laughs> thing is she would have probably gotten through life doing this shit if not for the investigation to the letters and who mailed them 
just like bill cosby when he started talking about pull your pants up etc sometimes you got to shut the fuck up and get your money people are always vain looking for a shine and when you under the spotlight you can't dim the light your ass is just lit the fuck up and exposed ass out as they say so take the good with the bad and be prepared for what comes ending here but a fan for life thanks for an awesome show yo seriously yeah you know what i wonder about this i wonder and this like i had this thought like right when i first heard it i wonder if she was gonna write her like book or you know try to option it for a movie like look i was black for blank years what's it like and yeah like it just would have just changed the timetable but right i really wouldn't be surprised if she was doing all this as an experiment and was going to write about it mm-hmm. you know because she seems like the type right because it's about their money she was in academia as well like i was secretly black and no one knew i could see her writing some type of tell no one challenged me yeah and the place was was hardly is it it 20 y'all in total come on dog yep profit you know profiting off of that blackness i can see it um tony sc says bro oh wait oh wait so tony sc said that okay it said anonymous at first but he posted the same thing twice so it must be him ken says the biggest tale talking about them thrones john's body was never burned melisandre is gonna find him and revive him like how the red priest did lord beric back in season two when he did when he died against the hound there's another way but it will require some parts in the book so i won't go into it but it was simply it was simply bait and switch magic remember she came during the day and john died at night there could have been an off-screen conversation we just don't know about like that was a fake john snow or something well she could have seen a vision you know she'd be seeing them visions yeah but that's that's not how her visions work oh okay my bad you know what i mean like her visions don't <laughs> mean i mean like <laughs> i mean she see at least flags and all of a sudden her ass is running back y'all niggas don't want her y'all don't want him to die so bad it's so funny <laughs> it's so funny y'all just making shit up it, it wasn't in the sh- there's no off-screen conversation there's no fucking secret plan i don't believe that part no none, none of this shit happened guys okay there's no extra other way he can come back to life he's gonna be a white walker they're gonna burn his body or it's gonna have to be melisandre those are the three ways they've given us out if they do something new we'll see when they do it but they haven't they haven't it won't if they do something new it won't be because they always hinted at it and then it's new you know what i mean it's gonna just be some random bullshit <laughs> just telling you like that um sugar babe says i usually skip your game of throw reviews because i plan on watching it in the next 20 years or so but that light-skinned nigga <laughs> you got hanging around when he decided to keep the voice shit i had to listen never change justin never change <laughs> Oh, and your imaginary friend guessed the race was gold. When Karen said, who's on the case? My little pony? I love slash hate you all. (laughs) You're welcome. Marcus writes in, thank you guys, your guest and Jay Trill, (laughs) your guest and Jay Trill for keeping them thrones the best thing going. I'm low-key disappointed Justin didn't keep the voice going through the end, but he's light-skinned, so it's expected. (laughs) Jon Snow's death wasn't a long time coming. As soon as he allowed his boy Sam to break out after smelling his finger, any hope that he had of making it out the season was alive, alive was gone. No one kills a Lord Commander better than a Night's Watch. He'll be back though. I mean, he has to, right? Please say he'll be back. Wah! <laughs> also, Cersei has a giant a zombie now. 
the pettiness will be so real next year can't wait that's it love the show unrelated but rest in peace to all the charleston victims peace yeah, yeah they, obviously they should have never let her out on parole honey she like ah, i ain't never going back to jail she had a whole she burned the whole city down right um so we also had a poll which was is john snow dead yes he's gone nah he'll be back 70 percent of y'all think he'll be back 30 percent say he's gone I, the I'm guy playing him oh go ahead yeah i I really do think he's i don't think he's coming back though the guy who played him did a uh you know how they have like interviews on tv and stuff Mm -hmm. he did an interview where he said that he is not gonna be back next season like he's not scheduled to do any shoots next year who knows he could just be spread further spreading the rumor right or either they may have already filmed it no they haven't already filmed next season okay uh he could be further spreading the rumor or you know it could be like i said next year season could be like a concurrent season which i think would be dope on some like almost like the wire season two where it would be dope if they just did like brand story the iron owls um you know some of the shit that they just left in the dirt and just didn't even talk about right and repick this all some of these storylines up next season yeah that would be dope i think it it would make sense because then that would make sense why he wouldn't be there next season but then maybe they end with him coming back to life or something i don't know i think they should because those storylines deserve time dedicated to him also yeah we'll see i mean Mm -hmm. they do such a great job you know who knows he wrote uh we had some comments jw says hey folks i know i'm late for the game of thrones review but i just have one request can y'all please use the shame 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 sound bit with the people booing in the background as a sound bite to play when someone is wrong and gets the race uh that sounds like work for me jw so absolutely not <laughs> i enjoyed cersei getting shamed for 10 minutes straight on more than one level and started nodding my head to the beat of shame 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 <laughs> thought it would be perfect for guest the race that's all i got thanks for reading thanks jw um but yeah no work for me come on Hiroja Shab says, I'm so glad that Rob was right and I was wrong. Living in a Game of Thrones world which had the Bolton Whites, uh, wh- zombie would be just too terrifying for me to watch. Yeah, I think Shab's, uh, Hiroja was like, the Bolton's gonna die and come back as White Walkers and that would, no. that's how Melisandre's, uh, vision would come true. I was oh like, Lord. I just think her vision wrong. Me too. Like, you know, I, 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 I get why Stannis believes in her. Because so far, the Fire Lord is the only one that has done miracles on the show. Okay. You know, that's the only, that religion, the only one that works, apparently. Bring niggas back from the dead, kills kings, coincidentally, mm-hmm. pussy, poltergeist magic. Like, I get why he believed. But yeah, her, apparently, she don't know what she's doing. She fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> episode 973, Convenient Blackness. This is just me and Karen. We discussed some more of that Rachel Fallout. Uh, and this one we did talk about most of the show. Then we did Ball Alert and some uh, Guest of Race and Sore Ratchetness. Mm-hmm. Here's the uh, thing. Prince LeRon says, Rachel really benefited from the fact that black people don't go around black checking each other in real life. If your skin has the tiniest hint of brown and you claim to be black, we will take your word for it. I know a few people had to be a little suspicious of her ethnicity, but was never crass enough to question her blackness. Or maybe she purposely chose Spoken Washington and mm-hmm. uh, Idaho which has uh african-american populations of 2.3 percent and 0.6 percent respectively right right yeah that's what i was thinking 
because if you got it somewhere that was heavily populated somebody would have asked you mm-hmm. that's exactly what i think happened that environment made sure she really rarely had really rarely had to interact with black people outside of her professional setting she went to a place where she could define blackness exactly also it's what better cloak for your blackness than like i put it this way i don't think she changed her life in those ways to fool black people yep she changed her life in those ways to fool white people and it was that simple like there just weren't black people enough around her to truly uh fuck with her cover story right so i wasn't shocked at all yeah niggas wouldn't be like somebody you don't smell right woman Mm mm-hmm I personally believe that most people knew she wasn't black but just didn't push the issue. That is why I reject any talk of her taking on any struggles. I wonder does she question if the reason she got jobs at those universities is because she really didn't look that black. I would love to see a video of her discussing colorism. Well, there are videos. I've watched them. Uh, she did say that she saw herself as a bridge between black people and white people. Uh, and she was trying to say it's because she looked uh more white than other black people and that darker skinned black people wouldn't get that pass but it's like so even in pretending to be black you still pick the the blackness that you felt would get the most acceptance from white people right this what a piece of shit uh bze little gal says what can i say rod and karen you nailed it about this racial performance con artist what is not so surprising that she has benefited from the same white privilege that she ostensibly is fighting against being given the benefit of the doubt that someone can be literally in blackface in 2015 and not surprisingly have white people put black people uh have white people and black people defending them tells you all you need to know about the actual hard work yet to be done to totally and convincingly defeat white supremacy mm-hmm. uh agreed Cabadonna says hey guys episode 973 was greatness as always first shout out to the main source cut uh now let's break down the rachel dollars out of veggie burger of blackness for people who compare hey sister false sister to caitlin jenner please have a seat first gender dysphoria is a real thing defined in clinical psychology exactly second prior to gender reassignment in the most of the worst western world trans people have to go through years of psychological analysis it is most is most a, mostly a means to deflect against lawsuits point being by definition caitlin jenner isn't crazy and has never been crazy because no plastic surgeon would perform operations on her if she were repo- remotely crazy just can't say that for dollars out uh yeah that's the other thing you have hormone therapy like it's not just like people make it seem like trans is a thing where people wake up one day and go oh my god i'm gonna be trans i'm gonna, I'm gonna be a woman today i'm gonna be a man today you know just felt like it on a whim it don't work like that but you know and so it's so disrespectful the way they talk about these people because you make it seem like there's no consideration and all you care about is how they're infringing upon your manhood or womanhood you know which to me is a very similar argument to the people that say there shouldn't be marriage equality because what does that say about my marriage right you know so so if, if bruce jenner transitions to caitlin jenner what does that say about your womanhood nothing sure. has mm-hmm. nothing to do with you mm-hmm. Her vagina ain't got nothing to do with mine yeah that's that person's business period you know um and you but 
but your disdain for that person your judgment of that person your mocking of that person that does have something to do with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. it has something to do with transgender children that kill themselves teens right you know that has a lot to do with that because you put that evil out into the world uh, for this to be equivalent jenner would have to carry tampons photoshop her wedding album with chris jenner deny her wheaties box and gold medals and wax poetically about her first period that's it have a good weekend and stay black if you feel like it kappa <laughs> ev says rachel is a lying sack of shit let's stop calling her mentally ill because that's just another excuse that white people conveniently call each other when they know another white person is dead ass wrong yep even the person that shot up the charleston church is getting the is racism a mental illness treatment you know and it is the thing i have wondered that before and i remember talking to someone it was on twitter and this was before like some type of shooting or anything like that but i just remember thinking like i wonder if because racism is so illogical what if we could treat it like a mental illness where you could get therapy or drugs or something for it i wish you could but but in but like i would never have that conversation in the wake of, of this right you know it's and i wouldn't have it as cover for someone who did something horrible or like they couldn't because a lot of times when we say mental illness what people hear is well they're not responsible for the crime so they right. shouldn't they shouldn't be in any trouble they just couldn't help themselves and mm-hmm. that's you know and i and i think when you read this i read this guy's manifesto before we went on the air um and when you see the stuff douglas Al has done in her life to cover her lies and when she sued howard and shit you're like oh you're not mentally ill you're perfectly fully functional you just chose to be a piece of shit and i'm not gonna just call people choosing to be a piece of shit mentally ill conveniently right like we have no history or proof that you're mentally ill but now that you become a piece of shit uh you're probably it's probably mental illness because you're white right and another reason why i don't want to hear about the mentally ill shit there are a lot of mentally ill people that are not racist there are a lot of mentally ill people that ain't killing and stabbing and fucking attacking people so you're trying to say all mentally ill people will eventually do this no i i don't want to hit you're just making an excuse and in my opinion the the thing about racism racism stems from a place of hatred and that's something people don't want to talk about because if you talk about it stemming from a place of hatred or hating somebody based off of the color of their skin then you begin to get to the root of the problem and when you begin to talk about it like that your mental your mental capacity has nothing to do with that mm-hmm. um uh, she says she knows she's not black but now but is now perpetuating the fraud because she's been stone cold busted she's been making a mockery of what black is for the past several years and now you have the coon squad caping for this woman which tells you right there that she is in fact white you don't have you don't ever yeah that's true you can look at the type of black men that are defending her staunchly and be like but those dudes are always bashing black Black women women. for being feminist and for doing the work and for yeah those those are the guys on your side no you know um uh cable for this woman would tell which tells you right there that she is in fact white you don't ever see as many people cape so hard for black women look at ti and his wife for example people call tiny all kinds of horrible names but i never see ti defend her as hard as he gets defends iggy as far as rachel's natural hair journey that right right there is another indicator that women, that woman is a fake ass bitch what the what the natural hair movement means is learning to love and embrace the tresses you were born with without chemical treatments to alter the texture if she was really a naturalista she would have kept the long straight hair 
yeah she would have been a blonde woman mm-hmm. because that that's that's natural that's her natural hair right and all i've been hearing this week is how much she's done for the black community when none of these mofos can name a single thing she's done specifically screw her all right see one more black man defend her by saying she's done a lot for the community so like just no i had to unfriend somebody on facebook this morning behind that shit same here just like all right then bye peace ain't got time for that yeah kyle says i got secondhand embarrassment for watching all these black men cape for rachel you wouldn't have you would have thought that she was scarlett johansson with the way these dudes off her ass and in light of recent events i feel like people entertaining rachel's nonsense look even worse now especially melissa harris perry yeah she took a big she took a big hit because of uh asking the question and then mm-hmm. giving that softball ass interview right because and the thing about i'm not trying to find it i've never been a huge melissa harris perry fan um like, you know a lot of times her show come on you know i see people tweet about it and post about it and things like that but when i tell you when this last show posted it was because normally it's like yes yes girl tell them da, 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 da. but this time it was a lot of anger and all jokes aside when you go down that don lemon street Mm-hmm. black folks will turn on you yeah i mean i like the thing is i like the idea of melissa harris perry more than i participate in it you know what yeah, i'm saying me like too yes you know love the fact that we have a black woman that you know has a pretty popular news show that comes on during the weekends um and i'm sure she'll move up the ranks and everything mm-hmm. but you know end of the day i'm not up on her like that you know um i've heard her you know on twib once you know i've heard her um i've seen a couple episodes of her show you know um but yeah you know i and and we've talked about how she's been forced to apologize before for stuff like Mm -hmm. you know it's not about disliking her or whatever for me it's just simply i i can't trust anybody that questions the president's blackness but not this lady's correct like i I just don't understand how it's a given that rachel dolezal is a black person because she just feels like it as a white person but the president who gets treated racially so horribly in america he like you you think he's not black enough like right how like okay so why wouldn't you have the same skepticism skepticism toward rachel dolezal who literally was raised as a white person like oh, correct correct it's just so it's just so infuriating that i just couldn't get past it man you know right. good luck to her and her show and you know it's just one topic i'm sure there's you know yeah. plenty of other topics that she talked about i'd be like right on i love you know love what you're saying right. but this is just one of those times where you just go man i you know i really didn't think it would be you that would be that person um so uh j-r-m-e-a-t-x says just got to listening to this up this morning i have three things to say one preach karen we as black men need to defend our black women we can't use the same bullshit excuses that racists use to defend them to defend this two rod had me rolling with the who represents the race better roger rabbit or lebron james uh-huh. as usual on point number three i need to give me get my next week lotto's pick because you called another situation with the john stewart monologue on thursday night oh yeah i did call that mm-hmm. 
you said it's sad that it would take a white man i.e ten wives or john stewart to say what black people have been saying i also find it painfully ironic that when they need someone to speak negatively against us the first person they go to is a black person sadly sad as always you guys rock yeah you know what it is man i love the nightly show because finally we have a black person saying some of this shit Mm -hmm. so maybe they can use the commercial arm on the internet to be like larry wilmore take so-and-so to task and i have been seeing it a little bit more right but (laughs) whenever i do see people going viral with these clips of like john stewart drops all the jokes and it was everywhere it talks about charleston Mm -hmm. i'm like yes thank you john stewart you're doing a great job right and i have no resentment towards john stewart i think he's a class act and one of the few white people i've really seen talk about race on any level (laughs) and that that actually seems genuine right and um as if he has empathy and understanding now i understand it's a team of writers and all this shit but he does a good job approaching it that being said i resent the fact that so many people in this country need to hear the same words from his mouth that they can hear from any black podcast just about any black friend they have any black tv show it's just so sad that people like white people have such a disconnect from our community and us as people that many times they see they don't they can't hear what we're saying you know i've had this happen to me in my personal life where i talk to people and we'll talk about a topic that you know is about racism or something and and i'm as i'm saying it i'm watching them shut down and not hear what i'm saying right you know it's like they are like i guess to a large extent i feel like white people don't understand how angry we are all the time not not how angry we are about certain topics we're angry all the time Mm -hmm. but we've learned because we constantly are in this state we've learned to deal with it Mm -hmm. so they're so shocked by the con because they're so scared of just having a conversation and so scared to disagree and so scared to be corrected that a lot of times it feels like you're talking to someone that has one their back turned to and one foot out the door and that's one of the things i don't like about talking race stuff with most white people because they're so painfully scared and i haven't done anything and they're not listening to me because they're already scared right they're already ready to it's it's like eject 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 right as soon as you start going talking about that and you could be talking reasonable and rational and a lot of times you could be talking and you could even agree on a lot of things but once you get to certain things or once you get deeper into the nuances of it and why you feel the way you feel and you know and things like that a lot of times um instead of asking you why it's always a lot of times why they feel like they feel which is which is valid but the bigger question is why are you angry and you know once you start getting down to that and start getting down to the the nitty-gritty of why you feel the way you do in the in in the uh systemic racism in our country they're like mm, i ain't trying to, I, I didn't know i was signed up for this <laughs> right um so uh he says uh um as always you guys rock i hate that i've been too busy listening live lately i missed the chat room shout out to the chat room they might have been 3.5 things um thank you uh the poll was would you watch the rachel dolezal reality show 
because it sounds like she at least was offered it and possibly is shopping around for one 92 percent say no eight percent say yeah they will watch it tanya says tanya w says no 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 a thousand times no and the media entertainment industries that keep giving her a platform are despicable stop rewarding bad behavior i know not gonna happen but sigh when you were playing all of those clips of her on this episode i got close to scratching my own ears out not a criticism of criticism of tvgwt but the douchebags that put on the air in the first place shaking my head yeah the things you have to do to get an exclusive interview mean that you can't ask the questions that people want to hear so what's the fucking point of doing the interview right because she like if i like i go i know it's i know it's a ratings game i know it's a ratings game but part of me is disappointed that you know either that especially in melissa harris perry that she didn't have and maybe she just didn't want to do that kind of interview and maybe she actually did see this woman's point of view and agree with her and it was like sister to sister everything was cool you know maybe that really was i don't like thinking like that some of the things i've seen written about melissa harris perry after that interview and some of the things people are supposed about her um i've just been kind of cuban being like because i don't want to believe anything negative like that right but um you know like like some of the questions seem like she was like well if you can opt into being black maybe i can just opt out of blackness and go be white you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like it was just this it was almost like what a fond idea we can just be whatever we want to be guys and or maybe she thought that she could be a tool to say look guys racism is a construct and this woman proves it and you know we know it's a social construct that's not the problem but when you stop killing people based on this social construct maybe we can talk until then it's just flowing one way and white people get to play you know whatever face they want to put on and then everyone else has to deal with it i I know not going to support this um but uh yeah i was just really shocked that nobody said okay i got you here now to do the interview i'm gonna ask what the fuck i want to ask if you want to get up and walk away from me people will see that too that's what i wanted to see oh no you, you know what i mean but why not we've seen interviews where people had to get the fuck up and walk away right but but, but I, why didn't one person just go because, fuck you explain yourself because we're in the day and i just I, I might be wrong but we're in the day and age where everybody quote unquote has to be politically correct so it's just one of those things where you can't offend her you can't make her mad you can't run her off guys you know we won't but that ratings. would be that would be bigger ratings we did an interview and she walked off it would be they would show that clip every five minutes that every time they cut the commercial the groundbreaking interview was she i i would ask her shit that was she gonna have to lock like why can't you answer a question straight you keep avoiding my questions right and nobody you're not giving answers to what i what you're being asked nope what is your real goal are you gonna come out with a book is that your is that your thing you want a tv show what is your thing you know what name some specific instances of things you did no talk talking general platitudes what exactly did you do in spoken spoken in washington that was so fucking revolutionary right that's the shit i want to know and me too you know and watching interviewer after interviewer just toss up a fucking wiffle give her a a wiffle bat and ball and just be like knock it out the park this is just stupid hiroja shah says potato salad is yellow that's all i have to say well, I, I, I know that i was on um interracial john podcast interracial john podcast and uh, i think that was actually the title mm-hmm. mark says i wouldn't watch a reality show about her because there's nothing more to the story i don't see, see how 
she can continue to present herself as black if she does what would she be doing in a week she she'll be old news like i'm tan mom a pregnant mom tanya g no she's already profited from pulling blackness on as a costume it makes me sick to think she can continue to benefit from her lives while the experiences of black women are discounted on a daily basis i want nothing good to result from her scam right and black women don't make a dime but she can make a dime off of pretending to be me mm-hmm. fizzy chick says the cultural tourism has to end i'm tired as a black woman of having people masquerade around pretending to be black rachel trying to sound black iggy or trying to look black almost all the kardashians except kendall and courtney this needs to end just be yourself black people are willing to accept and forgive everything they accept mm-hmm. james brown and chris brown after they've beaten their significant others they are they accept r kelly's pedophilia we give away black cards to justin timberlake robin thick and any other musician that shows a kind of love slash appreciation for black musical culture come on now rachel didn't need to do all this Mm-mm. she should have been more she should be more benefit she would be more beneficial to the movement if she was just a white woman that had empathy for the struggle i wish i could take off this black woman costume i have on right i am in a lot of white spaces all the time and i'm the only black woman in my office the only black person in my office period i went to a predominantly white private school for 10 years when then i went to a predominantly white university there are a lot of black people in my job slash field i wish i could just identify as a white woman it's so easy for rachel why isn't it that easy for me the fact that this white woman pretending to be black is benefited from white privilege is also disgusting. Now she's going to be held as a person that pushed the conversation regarding race forward as if there has not been efforts by black people over the past few years regarding police brutality, identity, and representation. But as always, white people don't listen to what black people have been saying for ages unless it comes from a white person. Sigh. I also think it's kind of fucked up that in one interview, Rachel said that she didn't feel the need to identify or explain herself to white people what she only cared about was healing her relationship with the black community but her first national interview was with good morning america really that is where black america is at she is just like all, all the other people pretending to be black when it benefits them time to cash in mm-hmm. yeah i'm really shocked you know i'm mean, not shocked but why didn't she do bet or news one right you know because you, you you know what's gonna happen we're gonna talk to some black people about this yeah they're gonna be like uh bitch let's have a real conversation and she ain't trying to have that bze little girl says fuck no capadonna says if i'm not into iggy azalea never watch the duggars why would i pretend the sacred soul sister show oh <laughs> why would i watch the sacred soul sister show that's like being drug free all your life then wanting to try eight ball and meth that's a quantum leap of stupid as for as for the illiterate hotel dudes defending this woman's sojourner truth cosplay what can you say there's no jigging like kente cloth jigging <laughs> apparently not uh episode 974 12 years of bringer we had jail call in on played that video talked about a bunch of stuff uh capadonna says first of all jl covan is all sorts of hilarious as always he had me dying with the trans fat interview on nbc finally to reflective navel gazing that wait finally to reflective navel gazing that many black intellectuals and the think piece mill are engaging in the mental gymnastics about dolezal's identity instead of just calling her a demented liar i'll pose to the tbgwt family the similar question i posed on twitter if rachel dolezal was fronting for 10 years as a child of the holocaust survivors would mhp don cheeto and other smart black people give her a pass on the deception now obviously the answer is fuck no people would have ripped their head off for such a deception and rightfully 
but as for our sisters oh our people nope our identity is fluid th- is a fluid thought experiment oy vey another reason why i play my ps4 and take a long take a run on saturday morning instead of watching melissa harris perry mm. Capadon says follow up i'm a little disturbed you two had two dogs that you had two dog sex stories on lock for guess the race yet rod you're doing the lord's work for ratchet that is all yeah hc says so many oscar worthy performances in one video chris lambert got that defined black man voice perfect and that broken cry at the end so good the comedy outliers are great and i felt rasandi's pain too i only recently was able to look at jl again without being reminded of adam sandler from his earlier video excellent work yet again <laughs> yeah that, was, that i do love that video though the adam sandler one. um and then the uh poll was would you watch the rachel dollars out porn no yes i don't watch porn anyways 10 percent of y'all don't watch porn 35 and a half percent of y'all said y'all would watch it and 54 percent said no i'm not gonna lie i will watch it uh because i would have to know what happened i can't help it i I would watch it to see if they uh showered her wood and her makeup run off (laughs) they would come on her face and then it turns white because all her makeup got wet Mm mm-hmm uh we Trans got a racial y'all transsexual mm-hmm. um and then we got a couple co- uh, couple comments on our movie reviews okay and the nerd off but i don't want to read uh the uh well actually no i guess we'll read the nerd off one yeah yeah i'll read them all actually yeah i can read them all okay karen's rants are always amazing but her nerd rants are the reason i'm a stan thank you for that ether karen thank you <laughs> says natasha p look you guys that aren't premium <laughs> y'all missed a good one on the nerd off 38 oh man uh we were talking about some games that we had been playing and karen was not very impressed with the fable beta Mm-mm. which by the way opens up again this afternoon for the next 36 hours i hope it's better uh was not very impressed with the fable beta and she went on like an epic eight to ten minute rant where i everyone just had to sit back and let her cook so it was so good and i played the ether beat under it it was maybe i'll make a clip of it and add I didn't it onto realize a show. you had played that i was just mad yeah i don't think she heard it because mm-hmm. it was she was so mad and constantly talking it but it was perfect um let's see what else uh tomorrowland we got a comment from sandler agony uh we did a spoiler movie review of the movie tomorrowland save for a couple solid performances and the visual flair tomorrowland is such an uninspiring movie for a movie that costs nearly 200 million dollars stars george clooney and is directed by brad bird there's hardly much that is redeeming a little girl robot agatha was cool with me and the best thing here casey played by Britt robertson overacted so hard here to play a late teenager considering she's 25 in real life clooney's just okay and hugh laurie is sadly wasted doing his best uh to play a decent villain the whole movie is basically and even all the technology oh the whole movie is basic and even all the technology disney threw into this is still underwhelms i wanted to like this film but it was a big fat nah me too baby spoil movie review for um number eight for man of steel now we did this review in june 2013 years ago two years ago we really were just getting off the ground with our premium program mm-hmm 
no other film in the last two years has caused me to change my mind as man of still has when i initially saw it in theaters on opening night i came into it with huge expectations thinking i was going to see something that was supposed to be unlike anything i've seen before at least that's how the tv spots felt anyway by june 13th to october from june 13th to october 6 2013 i went from despising it to loving it when i saw it the first time i read a lot of reviews which were irrationally negative at best complaining about noise too much action and of course the all-timer too much destruction a lot of the complaints were asinine because it's a freaking action movie it's going to be filled with that stuff since then i don't read or listen to movie reviews in any genre until after i've seen a movie i merely do that to have a clear head before going into the movie man of steel is an example of never allowing expectations to get the better of anyone because anticipation can cloud one's opinion by telling anyone anything it's why i avoid spoilers all the time mm-hmm. anyone that says that this isn't the superman film that no one asked is that this isn't superman film that no one asked is so tripping because uh some say superman returns is better than this and i disagree that movie was nothing more than an ode to richard donner's first two films films that were corny and dull at best mm-hmm. he got five interpretations of these movies and it was all about time people got to change the pace anyway i'm highly confident that Zack snyder and company are going to knock batman versus superman out the park with ease me too nerd hate is going to be there but who cares wish i wrote this sooner but i felt i needed to express this man it's never too late thank you for you guys that listen to the premium shows because we it's it's more difficult to get feedback on those obviously there's less people and stuff but you know if you're a premium listener and you you do have commentary on our premium shows log in write us and let us know uh what you think because we love hearing that stuff go back and listen to all that old stuff yep we got a couple voicemails let's play those Hey, Robin Karen, uh, just want to say thank you guys so much for having an awesome podcast. The best out there. Um, you guys basically led me on to 40 Acres, three guys on, uh, the three Eagles. Just for listening to the show. Um, I guess, thanks for question, Rod. When you think he's going to get, uh, Mr. Anthony Nash, uh, interview on the show? So, um, still waiting. Been an avid listener for like five years from Japan to South Korea. So bad. Uh, back to America right now. So, um, I just want to, like, encourage you guys to keep doing what you're doing. You definitely are the forefront. You and Twelve are the best right now out. Podcast, in my opinion. And, uh, on that note, I'm glad to intro my favorite song now. You guys have a great day. All right, man. Um, first of all, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, I, it broke up a little bit when you said who you wanted me to interview, Karen. Did you understand? Mm-mm. But all right. thank you, sweetie. You've been listening you. for five years and all the way from Japan, sweetie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, konnichiwa, as, uh, as they say. Uh, next voicemail. Hey! What's up, people? Hey! I'm, I'm cool. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Hey, 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 hey! Fuck all that bullshit. Karen! Yeah? You're married to a white woman, huh? <laughs> Three some nigga! Three some nigga! Rod, I gotta tell you, you know what? I would love to have the honor, okay, of making you suck my dick. Oh my god! That was decent! Sound motherfucking grandma! Oh man, your mouth! Did you know I got fried? Yeah, I'm rubbing my nipples right now, goddammit! Yeah, listen, listen! Yeah! 
Because me rubbing my nipples. Kevin, I will take it to the store myself. Can't see like I used to, but I see good enough. And I can still see that. Trust what I'm telling you. Hey, Kevin, I will take it to the store. Kevin, strap down in middle. Fat dog. Hey, Rod. Hey. Welcome to our world. Welcome to our world. Let that hotel nation. One love. Be tight. Chill. We thought you was dead, nigga. Been so long, man. We glad you were alive. Uh, here's the thing about that. Uh, why? You know, some people are saying that I'm a white woman. You said it, so. Uh, I was raised. Uh biologically to be an asian man so i identify as asian man and uh i will not be doing any lesbian threesome sex with y'all i'm sorry <laughs> okay so uh and uh the only reason i i say a white woman is because uh, i get tripped up by the term woman i prefer a girl <laughs> but uh i don't even have to explain this to you i just need to you know i i only have to explain this to the black community let <laughs> so, you say about that uh we had a bunch of fucking emails oh my god you Ooh, niggas they had a lot to say it's gotta be the most emails we have ever had got to be that's a long ass list dog here we go master's class online classes demacia writes in hi rider karen loved your dialogue and supported serena last week she is a superhero Mm-mm. fuck the haters this is one this the one consistent thing i've noticed among the haters is a character flaw in my circle i usually notice the flaw before serena comes up in discussion she is the third from the top income among female tennis players maria sharapro is number one lee nye is number two both of these players have had serena's foot firmly wedged in their asses for years and it's been over 10 years since sarah pova beat serena and if you guys don't play ten, if you guys don't play tennis you should it's a great sport for a transition from basketball rod i sent you a link below to the video sessions for tennis and the sexiest and greatest tennis player in the history of the sport enjoy i love and i love your work thanks as Thank a link to masterclass.com and you can watch uh serena uh teach people how to uh play tennis Mm -hmm. uh eggless alternative kappa writes in rod and karen hey folks it's kappa donna no politics on this one just a foodie thing Uh, episode 966 you asked about bacon and cooking with those aborted chicken fetuses and as a long time vegan here's a couple things you can substitute for eggs tofu scramble is a staple egg substitute for vegetarians it's the it's the my first sony of vegan breakfast it's quick, easy, and if you know what you're doing, you can make your non-vegetarian friends spit it out and discuss during brunch. Mm. Not my favorite. I I only eat it when I'm dining out or feeling super lazy on Saturday morning. By the way, Karen, silken tofu is the really, really soft tofu. It is good for making dairy-free creams and smoothies, but it is good, but it looks like coagulated snot, just saying. Oh. And tell Alex I'll see him on these meat-free streets he better chill on that soybean hate cauliflower is actually a great alternative to scrambled eggs for cats who need to cut the cholesterol found a cauliflower scramble recipe in the forks over knives cookbook and i made it on the why not moment now it is the weekend breakfast table for me and the missus simple recipe cauliflower onion garlic veggie broth and brewer's yeast you can pick up the yeast at whole foods personal favorite variation on this breakfast darth vegan cauliflower breakfast hash 
as a link to recipe care it is to borrow a phrase look smacking good for baking plant-based people tend to use either silken tofu potato starch which is a commercial version of the plant-based egg replacement for baking flaxseed wash or for sweets applesauce or bananas some folk even use mashed beans it's a lot of trial and error and it takes a while to make a soft light vegan cookie or cake that doesn't crumble in your hand oh and using applesauce and bananas in your baking allows you to cut back on sugar for sweetness in cookies and cakes that's it soy is usually the staple of at restaurants and grocery stores because it's a relatively cheap alternative to her, for herbivore for herbivores but personally i prefer non-soy products for cooking at home less salt and a lot more flavor in my dishes stay black and happy cooking y'all thanks man thank you sweetie i'm too lazy that sounds like a lot of work george writes in game of thrones hey ryan karen justin and guests great wait when was this great call on john snow getting taken out but do you think there's a chance john snow isn't really dead or will be brought back to life by melisandre perhaps his, i'm grasping the straws here but melisandre is capable of crazy devil magic because we've seen the red priest thoroughs bring beric back to life after the hound killed him back in season two or three and melisandre had tried to jump his bones in the past knowing this show they'll break out some necrophilia when she fucks his corpse and brings him back to life or some such shit <laughs> oh my i mean just in the last few episodes they have rape flaying children being burned alive pedophilia and the most gratuitous slut shaming incident in tv history they gotta top all that somehow love the show george thank you sweetie yeah we'll see we'll see tipping paul writes in hi Ryder karen i know the feedback show you may read this on will largely be about a different topic but the email you read on last saturday's show and rest uh, about restaurants going away from tipping brings up the question if it becomes more popular to abolish tipping what happens to the black Tips brand you touched on the name of the show and its origins before but if the movement to abolish tipping picks up steam will you change the name of the show being someone who insists on tipping might have negative connotations in the not so future uh, distant future a practical solution would be to put a y between the t and the i uh perhaps a y between the t and the i i don't get it a i between the t and the i i i i honestly don't get it um but uh i will say uh no we will not be changing the name i i i, I we would i mean we would just be the people that you know tip the pizza delivery guy or we could be the people that tip the baggage handler i don't know but uh you know and I always have the history that it has let's just talk about it then mm-hmm. rachel's twitter bria writes in hi rod my name is bria and my boyfriend put me on to the show i love it love 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 i'm typing this on my phone so i'll keep it short i'm not on social media i work for the government and during anti-bioterrorism stuff and i just don't have time for that scrutiny without background checks come up for clearance but i'm listening to by rachel and as ray would say she's a garbage individual as a as a black black woman i won't go into how gross this whole situation is anyways i didn't hear or see you guys mention her twitter for some reason it's not set to private please do peruse it's fucking gross haven't heard anyone talk about it i'd love to hear your thoughts um keep doing what you're doing here's the problem with her twitter i'm not a hundred percent sure it's her, her. Right. and there have been several twitter accounts yeah. set up yeah, in have, the wake of that drama and people make fake, that, fake accounts yeah that that yeah where people are trying to promote it so so i don't even know if it's valid 
yeah you know so i don't know if if it's even real you know yeah i just don't believe it's real so i think you just got trolled um and i've seen more than one yeah me too floating you know, around yeah so i I don't trust it and it might have used to be hers but maybe it got hacked or whatever but you know i've seen quite a few that you know they say and, it, and the reason it's so inflammatory and controversial is because they're trolling with that account mm-hmm. like she like say what you want to about her but she seems savvy enough to just not say anything right and keep caking off of being on tv right. and she shit. don't seem like the person that would go on social media and just do dumb shit white people black culture or hip-hop culture bobby rice and bobby roof oh man what an unfortunate last name uh hello karen and rod i'm a big fan of the show i'm about 15 episodes behind but i'll catch up this whole rachel dolezal mc chat aka chatty chatty bang bang and iggy azalea situation makes me wonder should non-black people get involved in black culture slash hip-hop culture what benefits do they get out of it if they are good they will be hated by some black people if they're terrible they will still be hated by some black people well um that's okay i'm not gonna call you stupid but that is a stupid question what can they get out of it last time i checked Iggy Azalea is rich mm-hmm. so is eminem they get money out of it so you know macklemore got all this money he got grammys like uh, the dude that, that won like the song of the year that gay dude um sam smith smith yep yeah y'all get a lot out of our culture mm-hmm. it's that you don't put a lot back into it and you take no responsibility for anything coming out of the culture is just how can i dip my feet in the water of blackness and make some money um as far as being hated that's every artist jay-z's hated by some black people and loved by some black people rick ross is hated by some black people and loved by some black people no white person no black person no any person is going to get universal love Mm -mm. period that's just you know you're famous some people are going to hate you so um to me what it feels like is you know maybe you're a white person and that's why sounds like you're internalizing the fact that someone would kind of dare have something to say about black white people and and personalizing it a bit like well what what's the point of even doing this the point is it's not about you and we as black people and any other minority and either any other marginalized group or disenfranchised group in america constantly have our rights infringed upon we're constantly having to take make concessions for you to not feel a certain way you enter our culture then you need to make the concessions the other way around right or else you're just using your privilege in a space that really doesn't allow for it right it's like you want to say nigga but you don't want to be appreciated but you still want to be appreciated by all the black people in the culture even as they tell you no don't do that Iggy Azalea wants universal love from black and white people alike, but she also wants uh, no criticism. It don't work like that. You know? And and then lastly, like, it's not your, like, it's not even like hip-hop and black culture is run by black people anymore. Ain't that the truth? So even in hip-hop, the fact that Iggy Azalea was the number one selling female act last year has pretty much zero to do with white black people. The fact that Macklemore was a thing is more proof that black people don't have control over the genre in the ways that 
you know people perceive us to have control over it right the way the way that eminem won an award for one of the worst albums he's ever put out yeah so it makes you wonder who is really making the money and who's really providing the money and who's really making the decisions in hip-hop because when people when when rick ross says something fucked up all the like black culture gets blamed but who's paying him to say that is it really black people nope you know makes you wonder anyway uh thanks for writing in thank you sweetie um niger writes in hi rod hi karen i obviously listen to your sunday show uh the total is about the title is about rachel i mean rachel about racial i mean rachel i obviously listen to your sunday and tuesday shows where you discuss rachel dolezal's deception i can't say that i disagree with anything that either you said regarding her if nothing else the first rule of incognito for the nightly show would be to remain a low profile never mind the denial it took to adopt everything from black hair magazine or to become appointed at the NAA as the naacp chapter president to then start manufacturing hate crime evidence was totally going to call attention to her now she hasn't heard uh postmarks on letters i do not know or how she hasn't heard of that i do not know yeah uh let me just also start right here we don't know what her ncaa naacp chapter presidency uh involved how she got elected what the the voting process was, process yeah. was. we don't know any of that mm-hmm. we don't know we're just we just hear that title and assume that there's a lot behind it we don't know she could have been the person that founded the spokane naacp for all the fuck we know we don't know we have not heard of this before today uh where i started to get confused quote unquote was in all the conversations about whether someone can simply proclaim themselves a member of a different race and start living that life while ultimately i don't agree i can admit to being concerned that i might have been too rigid in my thinking I watched Melissa Harris Perry work last weekend to reconcile her academic training and liberal bent with common sense. It must be difficult to be working out your thoughts in the public view. Hence all the Michael Eric Dyson scrutiny earlier this year. I don't think he was working his thoughts out. I think he was, uh, he had thought that shit clearly through. Yes. And lose all his vocabulary. I'm guessing that she will have more to say on the matter this weekend. Well, nope. That's, that's shooting pretty much uh took over everything right so she did that interview and all by the way search twib on blackness to hear what mhp has to say about who is not who is and is not black yeah i heard i heard it and i i heard it a long time ago then i refreshed myself this week and um yeah man you know she seems to have a kind of a different relationship with you know blackness and what she thinks about you know black checking people and shit like that um and i'm not surprised by her saying what she said on her show in light of that um because she doesn't think blackness is like a biological thing uh but she feels like it's an experience and also like a you know like a a shared culture but then uh, you know the thing I, i don't i don't understand is by any definition that she has of it rachel dolezal would not have passed those tests so i don't understand why she didn't just say she's not black the end mm-hmm. the, you know if you can say the president isn't black enough seems like you would easily be able to say this woman isn't black you know At in all. any discernible way right even though conservatives were largely trolling with the transgender comparison i wondered when elon and amani were in conflict with that one feminist who kept insisting that trans women are not real women they seem to hit similar points 
can someone simply buy their way into the sisterhood of women any more than they can go to the beauty supply pick up an essence subscription and become part of blackness maybe it's because i've seen plenty of examples of trans women and know their struggle is real but i can i can support that yet for all i know there are plenty of people of color borderline who really believe they are black when they look at their family tree says otherwise you don't know that like i don't mind having like i said i don't mind the discussion that y'all are trying to have this just is not the person or the or the time to have it nope because to even suppose that well this is obviously there's a lot of people doing this or there's you know there's a lot of people that you know feel like they were raised in a culture and they became part of that culture and maybe they're confused about where they're at she's none of that she was not raised in the black culture she was not you know she did not live a black experience Mm -mm. and like i said i'm not i'm i I just disagree that she's the person to start this conversation off of and maybe at some point we'll have studies and we'll have people that actually do have this phenomenon happening to them and we get to go okay see this is a thing maybe that'll happen she ain't the one you know um and i don't and i can't dismiss the grifting i can't dismiss the opportunism i can't dismiss the criminality i definitely can't dismiss the hate crimes and how they had to close all those cases because they were just like she probably did it what about if there's something that actually does happen to somebody right what if even one of those crimes really weren't one of hers you know what i mean and they got dismissed Mm -hmm. you know what if that leads to someone be being able to shoot up a church because the police had to be like well well, shit man we're not investigating these hate crimes and these threats because we think they they saw her so what's the fucking point now who knows she did real harm Mm -hmm. you know she did some not even just the offense that to the black women in the black community but just just through the lies and deception she did real harm um not to mention people that are light-skinned or you know right whatnot that are now getting questioned and now getting right side eye and now you know now feeling a certain type of way about themselves it's just it's just not right what she did man Mm-mm. and i can't i can't do that and i like i said i personally am willing to be wrong about this and find out oh this is a thing in say 10 15 years or something i'm willing to be that guy i'm not some rigid like i don't give a fuck what you say if if people can study this and prove it's a thing then what then i'm willing to talk about it but that's not what's happening here no that's no one's studying this and proving it's a thing Mm. they're just going a white woman wants to want something and therefore we must all yield and discuss and discuss it right anyway while i don't want to have to look back in 20 years and think how biased i was i still can't quite see it if nothing else rachel is not the proper test case for all this thank you both for your time well that was kind of the, yeah that's what i was saying all right cool khalif writes in um oh wait no nigel writes in tell justin don't do that stupid ass voice anymore bruh i've been a fan of y'all for a while and i know it's messed up to only email y'all some hating shit but jesus christ tell justin don't do that stupid ass voice i had to skip most of them thrones and what's worse is i try to put my boy onto the podcast and he was like dog i can't listen to it they cool and all but that one nigga's voice is awful 
i'm wondering what he's talking about and then i hear just a stupid ass white man impression five minutes in it would have been cool but 40 minutes come on dog still a fan but tell justin to tighten up so i replied back he was trying to make a joke not every joke is going to go over well and not everyone's going to like it it's whatever and uh then i reply back again oh and don't ever let us see you and your friend in the streets <laughs> you stupid because we will fuck your ass up and then he said haha i'm surprised y'all answered these for real like i said still a huge fan i know it's messed up after 972 episodes i sent one hating ass email it is messed up and it is fucked up man uh i'm still gonna tell people to listen that bit just missed me and me and me and we in memphis all day bro bro don't get it twisted there's a goon behind this bow tie because this picture is uh, uh is a bow tie <laughs> lol keep doing your thing man i appreciate the response well i'll tell you what nigel uh i don't give a fuck what's behind the bow tie you call up here talking about justin again i'm gonna be behind the bow tie beating your ass oh, how about Lord. that nigga is that voice good enough for you meet me somewhere <laughs> don't meet me nowhere rachel theme uh Khalees says since y'all be treating rachel dollars Do- like bill cosby stories but i suggest an instrumental to J- michael jackson black and white theme music keep up the great work yeah we're not gonna do that <laughs> uh, <laughs> feedback is my husband transracial by ashley who says hey Ryder karen i'm a black woman married to a white man and i prefer and i refer to as that i refer to as black adjacent he loves motels and since he watch eyes on the prize every february and has great ah, ag- eyes on the prize. has great admiration respect and sympathy for the black community he even affectionately calls my do-rag my little hat however uh-huh. i recently caught him in my stash of cocoa butter should i be worried <laughs> you don't want to be ashy baby by the way i found a clip of rachel dolezal's upcoming reality show where you be watching uh and then she has uh she has this clip from Mad TV. Come on, Shaquana. Let's get it on, baby. Bob, <laughs> bud, you're going to wake up my mama, and you don't want to wake up my mama. Hey, baby, don't worry about that. My motor runs whisper quiet. All right. Hey, Robert. Robert. <laughs> hey, what's going on down there? Who's that waking the dead? No. Shaquana, don't make me come down there and break my foot off in your ass. <laughs> Who's that? Robert. That's my white mama. That's right. The WB is proud to present the single most offensive show in the history of television. Oh. A white man driving a stuff in his face. A then he hit a woman of a woman was so dear. You can travel across the sea from what to Yokohama, but there's nothing in the world that compares to my white mama. Yeah. Ah. 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 Don't let me break my foot off in your ass. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna play the whole clip. Ah. Oh God. <laughs> that's pretty good that was good they couldn't make that nowadays there'd be so many fucking think pieces and protests off of that bullshit but that's hilarious i've been listening to you guys for two years love you love the show thank you ashley thank you sweetie um let's see um john writes in dolazow hi Ryder can i love your podcast i listen to most episodes i just subscribed all right on dolazow i think i can add something or at least explain the academics a little 
like Tanahisi Coates, uh, who is in his most recent article tried to pivot the discussion to the abuse by the legal justice system of another black man, Khalif Browder, uh, Browder, uh, on, onward and apologies for how long this is. One, this is a ridiculous person. She has exhibited a pattern of bullshitting that A, drew attention and sympathy to herself, i.e. fake race crimes, and B, otherwise brought herself material advantage. Let me ask you, how related do you think she was when she got all these interviews? Right. People kept saying, well, it's gonna, her parents gonna ruin her life. Have you ever seen anyone look happier doing interviews? She like she was having a great fucking time. Mm, she was getting attention. Bullshitting about her life is her goddamn job right now. And that is exactly what she did on TV. Clearly she prepared that crayon related lie. If TNC wants to ignore her because he wants to, uh, wants her to lose her bullshit job, I definitely see where he's coming from. We all just wanted to go away and it's only going to get worse. Uh, yeah, here's the thing though. Um, that ignore a racist slight or racist action thing can be said about anything Tanahasi Coates ever written about. Mm-hmm. Um, how many people have told him to ignore something or that there's a bigger problem than the thing that he's focused on? Right. So, oh, you why, why aren't you writing about the Iraq War? You worried about the kids in Chicago, but this many soldiers died. Or why are you writing about redlining? I mean, why can't you write about uh, you know the 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 uh, the patriot act and how they're able to spy on american citizens we all have things that are important to us what he fucked up was telling people what wasn't important right now i have no issue with the man uh personally you know he's written some things about obama i've disagreed with but he's written some things i've 100 percent would co-sign you know i think he's an awesome dude uh I've, I've tried to uh have you know reach out to get him interviewed on the show haven't been able to yet but you know, like, it's, like, I respect his work and whatnot, mm-hmm. but just like the president isn't above being criticized, neither is he. Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely wrong for that shit. And he retweeted a bunch of black women giving their, um, you know, objections to the piece, mm-hmm. but he didn't, you know, it's, it's like he still was on some, like, I don't get it. And that's the thing about privilege. He, even a person that writes about white privilege all day can, can in many situations, not understand their own male privilege you know and i'm sure that it happens to me i'm sure it happens to all of us at some point where you know we can't see something because we're just too much involved in ourselves and what we think everybody needs to do and you know i read that piece and it just came very to me to sum up that piece it was this isn't important to me why is it important it shouldn't be important to you right and he doesn't get to decide right then and that's the thing you don't get to decide you can't be dismissive because like i said before the same tactic that a lot of black men are using the black about black women about the situation to be dismissive of her it's the same thing that trolls and races and a lot of white people use them when they get angry about another black man being shot but you can't see it like that because you don't a lot of them don't really care about issues that affect women and what makes women even mad is that when we try to have a rational conversation you constantly dismiss us what i don't understand and then we try to explain and you keep hitting us with I don't understand and then we get louder and angry and then it's like why you mad motherfucker I'm mad because I've had the same conversation with I don't know how many people and they act like my voice is not valid yeah nobody's perfect um people fuck up all the time he fucked up in my opinion and honestly you know (laughs) it's sad because who the fuck would you be without black women that retweet support your articles and you know give you that audience you know to to give you that validity 
you know that it's, it's just kind of sad because you know you take you take people for granted mm-hmm. based off of shit like this yeah. and and a lot of people felt betrayed and hurt by his stance on this um and you know the same i thought the same thing like his piece was the first time i thought really like very cynically like yeah another black person is gonna get killed and then everyone will be of one accord because black women are so committed to us and to black men and to blackness that they will just fall back right into the routine of what do we need to do to support these people what do we need to do to spread the word what do we need to do to make sure that the media is held to task on how to report these crimes and that was what happened and now he just kind of gets to go on not understanding that you know black women were upset for legitimate reason yeah, but and 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 the, the 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 thing about it is that if the if if black women just opted out like black men opt out not to support us, there's a lot of shit that would never goddamn get done. All the organizations, a mm-hmm. lot of the rallying, a lot of the meetings, a lot of the 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 the, the socializing and shit like that, shit just would not get done. Because I'm not trying to be funny. As much as as a lot of straight men claim that you know they want to be the leader and how you know women are always in these positions, when shit go down, you don't never have a time. You don't never want to be there you know i got shit to do i got this to do i got that to do if it was just left to a lot of black men shit just would not get done yeah i just think black men's egos in many ways have been so infantilized and so like catered to that even a person like ta-nehisi coast was in a situation where it's like i can't control this narrative on my twitter timeline and shit so let me write a piece about what you really need to be talking about what the real problem is and that happens so often from other perspectives i don't see how it's any different than what jonathan chait did to him when they had that discourse going back and forth and jonathan chait basically told him no you're worried about the wrong things i'll tell you what to worry about as a white man and and you just sit up here like yeah dude you don't get it and how you know i was a person that you know i didn't like go in on him but i did tweet at him that you this is the same fallacy that we can only care about one one thing at a time and this is it's the i don't care so why does anybody else care thing and it's wrong you know and he didn't retweet me like he did everybody else that he engaged so i guess i wouldn't i don't know i guess i wasn't saying the right things but you know i've i've you know i've questioned him before man i like all these people that anybody that really goes in genuinely on the president um and the way that he has to talk about race as a basically in his job i'm already kind of suspicious of because it's like either you don't recognize the game and you're hella naive and whatnot or you're you know or you're just on some like double agent shit you know what i mean because it's blatantly obvious no matter how emotional i get about certain things you know, it's blatantly obvious that the president is only going to, quote unquote, be allowed to speak about shit in a certain way. <laughs> right. You know, and so whenever I see someone like that go in, I'm like, so I guess you on 10 about everything then, right? And then when you see them come in and be like, nah, not going to talk about this. Y'all need to talk about something else. And then I'm like, well, you know, what, what was what was the outrage then? You right, know what I mean? the center of attention went around you. Right just let's get this let's center this narrative back around a black man that got killed guys let's get back to this 
we want to talk about this uh, how offensive this is to black women this woman's walking around in sister face right mm-hmm. let's just let's just get back to this narrative that i'm comfortable talking about number two karen i'm sorry but sometimes i love it when you get mad you were so right about everything lol disadvantage is defined by racism and white people can create race as a biological concept if a racist ever called dolezal a nigger dolezal would have known that it was a mistake because no racist would ever say that to a biologically white person similarly dolezal knows that any claim that black people are intellectually or otherwise inferior do not apply to her simply put psychological burden uh racism cannot touch dolezal or anyone who knows they are biologically caucasian this woman has not and cannot experience racism or the black experience she is trying to perform the ultimate appropriation without any possibility of authenticity right yeah yeah that's true the other thing i noticed too is um she don't say the n-word of course like people made a there was a clip of her saying niggeria but she was trying to make this uh example about you know her this class but uh she said even when she uh said the n-word was spray painted in front of her house or whatever another one of her fake crimes she was like n-i-g-e-r i was like are you spelling it wrong on purpose <laughs> like you don't want to say the n-word that bad uh number three i think a lot of academically minded people probably read white person claims to be black does useful work for the naacp and were like transracial interesting is that possible and then started mulling things over without looking at the woman's history right yeah all i know is her history was readily available to anybody who wanted to look on twitter or do a google search right and melissa harris Perry was throwing up softballs and complicit in her lies like when that woman said her lawsuit against howard was really about gender and melissa harris perry was the one that brought it up like oh your lawsuit against howard was really about gender right and it says that she was felt she was discriminated for not being african-american in the fucking lawsuit come on now and the lawsuit is only five pages the brief is five pages i read the brief i ain't a lawyer you could have read the brief sister i was just like yeah y'all don't care that's all you just want to get some ratings out of this as much as she does of course most of these people say intelligent things but you can uh i don't know what this link is to oh yeah most of these people say and tell this thing but you can tell that some of them just didn't look at the woman's background maybe it's possible to be transracial but dolezal is terrible awful candidate for it can an asian kid who passes for white and was adopted to a white family at age one identify as white or be white what if they can't pass for white it gets way more problematic with any person from an advantage group uh who tries to transition to a disadvantaged one there's a lot more to say about what race means whether transracialism is possible but none of it is relevant to dolezal thank you i will keep listening p.s no response required you seem busy also i'm white maybe hyper white if that matters uh it doesn't matter uh to me nope thank you but i know she said nigger twice in your email and i just want you to know i appreciate that uh-huh. okay i like that you didn't pull punches with that word because uh she would not be offended if she was called a nigger because she's not um and at the end of the day that's all that matters it's like if right. someone, it's like if as a man if someone came to me and was like you have i don't know ovaries i'd be like okay yeah. you know what i mean like if you if the insult of the day was you know or if someone says uh i don't know um you're a chink to me i'm just gonna be like i'm not offended i'm more like confused to what the fuck you're talking about right like there's nothing offensive about that to me other than just the general offense of you said something racist but i it ain't it don't describe me 
cedric writes in transracial my name is cedric and i want to start off with how much i love the show your combination of humor while pointing out all the fuck shit going on today in a world is is in the word flawless friday i will be signing up for premium tomorrow so the topic at the hand uh transracial i have a really good friend with whom we discuss these daily topics that come up be it like be it this politics race etc so when this rachel thing came up we naturally talked about it the first thing he says is bruh i don't see anything wrong with this if bruce refuses to call her kate he refused to call her caitlin or acknowledge her as a woman if bruce could be a woman then rachel could be black right that's what's so funny to me the motherfuckers who do have a problem with bruce with caitlin jenner the ones who do have a problem with that are now only saying they don't have a problem with her that's actually not being consistent no you're just trolling so 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 naturally i refuted this and laid out the reasons as to why that's a false equivalency i left it alone because i didn't want to argue the point so a few days go by and i send him the link to that boss of article detailing her white privilege he calls me later we talk about it again he says he's wrong and he sees now that she's a fraud but continues to slander caitlin even throws in michael sam stating if they wanted to help these these communities they should be advocates and not fame whores my response is that not all black people who acknowledge racism and white supremacy are marching in the streets and that you don't have to be perfect for me to empathize with you wanting to live your life as you right. are i just wanted to thank you guys for the perspective you bring and i've learned a lot from tbgwt while being entertained at the same time when you guys had on film underscore esque uh, uh olivia on um, recently i learned so much that whole episode deserves a tippy sorry for the lengthy email for being so uh, thanks for being so great and have a great weekend p.s tell justin to never ever do that voice again lol <laughs> i don't know why y'all saying this he'll never hear it all right but uh yeah man that you know i was thinking about that the, the other yesterday even or maybe it's today yesterday yeah how black podcast is a safe space for black people and we need it you know in yes, this world yes, mentally because so much of this world is filled with just huge microaggressions against us um and it adds up and it can make you feel like you're crazy and uh i'm glad to be that place and mm-hmm. i'm glad to have be one of the places you know even if um you know we prove and disprove a lot of stereotypes about black people mm-hmm. and i think the more you get into the diaspora of black podcast and the more you'll see how versatile and diverse we are you know yeah, we are a very diverse group of people but most people paint us with a broad stroke even black people paint other black people with a broad stroke because guess what it would take you actually having to understand and get to a personal level with people to look at them as individuals yeah i'm proud of the emails and the comments i've gotten before where people are like i used to think a certain way but now listening to you explain it and talk about certain topics i don't feel that way anymore and you know part of the thing is um i know like i'm not saying like obviously i'm not no hero or no shit like that but what i am saying is i'm a person that is fucking fed up of having to be the ones who tolerate intolerance Mm -hmm. so i'm you know i notice a lot of people talk a good game but like they'll be scared of me or scared of the way i operate because i'm willing to cut you the fuck off if you are too ignorant or if you say something where i feel like it's actually harmful all right you know so i'm i'm okay losing a friend over how they feel about transgender people i'm okay with that like 
i actually don't want that kind of friend and i don't want to foster that type of ignorance around me or make you feel like it's acceptable just because i'm supposed to turn the other cheek i don't believe in that so you know i think some people may see my stance as hard line but i feel like intolerance is already hard line it's already by its nature hard line and my job in life is not to seek out every intolerant person and codify them Mm -hmm. what i am willing to do is be i want like why can't your feelings be hurt come on now that's what i want to know like why can't i say fuck tony dungy and the homophobia that he has couched in his religion and when you defend him i go well fuck you too you're out of here why can't i like why does it always the burden fall on me because every time i see you post something homophobic transphobic racist sexist whatever it takes away a little piece of me to be in a relationship with you as a friend and i don't understand why the burden falls on me to keep a friendship afloat because we might agree that the eagles are our favorite football team i don't see why there's a there's another person that likes the eagle that don't give me shit about um you know when i say black women need to be respected they don't push back on that so i don't need to allow that in my space and that's the things i need for me to mentally operate uh in a safe space so i need to get these niggas up out of here so that's just how it's gonna be right and uh to piggyback on some of the things you were saying and uh, I know lately I've been more vocal on Facebook about my feelings, especially about Rachel and mm. and all other kinds of things going on. And um, uh, I forget your name, sweetie, but a dude popped in my popped in my mentions, um, and he was saying that he understand. Listening to me, he understands uh, my feeling and my anger about black men not supporting black women. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that you know his views kind of changed about that and. And how, you know, he, at first he didn't even think, you know, that that could be possible. And then he said, you know, you start interacting with people, you go, wow, y'all really, really feel like this. It was, it was like mind blowing to him to get to the point where you go, okay, like the anger is valid that they're being angry, you know, because they don't feel like they're getting any support. And there are black men that do support us. And, um, my thing too is that, there are black men out there that don't say anything, but but some of those men never say anything. They're, they're just level across the board. That's fine. But when I speak about black men not saying anything, but then you come out about this, is for the fact that you don't say anything, but when you do speak out, it's to bash me. Like, that's why I have the problem. You don't have anything else positive to say at any time, but then when you do, when you are vocal, it's only about shit that affects me. That's the problem. Yeah, it's a betrayal of the highest order. I'm sorry. It is. Especially niggas that are vocal about certain shit. Right. And then cut it off because, hey, this is about black women. I can, I don't have to talk about this. Like, why, why even waste my time, basically? Right. It's a betrayal of the highest order, man. And I would say the same thing about white people shit, too. You know? It, it, it's, when we have causes that intersect, you, you're loud and you're vocal. And then all of a sudden, you know, something just happens to only a black person. And now you don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, nah, fuck that. In for a penny, in for a pound. And if not, then you get your ass called out. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, that's what, that's the game. That's life. That's, you know, that's what a relationship is. I'm, I don't, I don't really do 
you know mm-hmm. a lot of um what do you call it um uh, i don't really do a lot of ally shit i just do a lot of friendships you right. know like Which i don't completely different yeah i don't really you know i'm not doing work i'm not in this as an activist i'm not i'm just a person giving my opinion but yeah it, i i see the connections i see when shit's not being reciprocated and i understand that you know um that there's a lot of people that just feel like they can opt out of you know reciprocating because it doesn't benefit them and right i wouldn't have a friend like that in real life so why would i allow that to happen to me online Crows Before Snows, Heroja writes in, hey, to Rob and Karen, I was originally going to write about that woman, Rachel D., but that then Charleston happened, so nope. I will say only this, Karen, great read, and you pretty much expressed all my thoughts on this subject about that woman. Are you a mind reader? <laughs> if so, I need to hit up Costco and get some tinfoil. Anyways, Game of Thrones. Rob, you were right, I was wrong. The White Walkers didn't go over the wall and created white zombie Boltons. Thank the Lord of Light. But Jon Snow is dead and that is sad. That being said, I am accepting campaign donations for the Lord Commander Committee for all in 2016. Great work. He might fuck around and and be be leader. Ooh, wouldn't it be good if he, uh, uh, if Ali uh, get the old position that John had, and uh, that's that's what, that's what it is, Lord Commander. Oh man, yeah, and uh, they bring John back, and John be like, "Fuck y'all, I'm gonna come and tear this bitch up." Uh, Mike Rice in Dem Thrones. Hey, Ryder, Cam, just writing to give a quick theory about Jacken Hagar, aka Zartan. I have really no basis for this, but here it is. I think he has been following Arya for the entire show. My theory is that he was also her original teacher in King's Landing, Serio Pharrell. I've heard that before. He, who was also from Bravos. I think Karen, I mean, I like Karen. I like Karen. Don't believe people are dead on this show unless we actually see them die. Well, that's a fool's. Comic uh, books. Yeah, okay. And I know it's a different platforms. Good, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Mm, he ain't dead. <laughs> yeah, I think people ain't dead if y'all don't want them to be. There's a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people that died off screen that y'all ain't got no problem with. A uh, true, true. I, I'm not even gonna lie. I, I'm wishy washy. Yes, I am. Yeah, we ain't see Lisa Aaron uh, hit the splatter on the ground. <laughs> she fell out the. Maybe she learned to fly. Maybe a dragon picked her up on the way out of that uh, moon door. No, no, that bitch dead. Right, we know, and we we <laughs> never we never saw Pharrell die also everyone keeps asking um uh, everyone keeps asking how did hagar get himself captured when as he was when he first met Arya. i think he used the power of the many-faced god to teach her the sword fight and was then captured knowing it put him in a position to meet her down the road again and someone else anyway that's just my theory i wanted to know what you thought i mean look it could be i just don't think it is we'll see also a sad note you played time trial i mean actually i don't even know if i think it isn't it just it could be it's it's a viable theory anything can happen on the show right also as on a sad note you played time trial by mr big on this episode and i don't know if you heard but he passed recently oh yeah i did hear that uh anyway thank you for all your hard work i love the show yep shout out to my man mr big can't believe he gone gone too soon uh let's see that tegrity young from jay fool uh what up rod and karen just wanted to give props to rod for his conversation about rachel dolezal as it relates to black women on firestarter oh yeah i was on firestarter podcast y'all it was fun firestarter.com podcast uh talked about a bunch of stuff talked about game of thrones sports all kinds of shit 
rod you could have easily just sat back and kept quiet and let them brush off black women's gripes with rachel and about black men speaking up in support of black women especially since those those are your boys and you were a guest but you didn't keep quiet and your comments led to a productive discussion if anybody has ever questioned rod's integrity they need to listen to that segment on firestarter now i'm not sure how we can challenge that eugenics elite allegations <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know how, how we're gonna stop that but, me either but uh no nah, man i consider them good dudes, dudes and i consider are. them uh friends they're reasonable people yeah and um uh, i think i i don't know it's not bullshit when i say it on the show i'm not your friend if we can't if we can't have a back and forth and anything get any level of disrespectful mm-hmm or any like no names are called i don't feel like anyone got angry or belligerent oh, no. um and and we were and both of us we were all kind of seeking seeking understanding right and i think if you approach it that way you know you you know a good conversation and discourse is possible mm-hmm. you know and maybe i changed my mind maybe i didn't all i could do is illustrate and explain what i've learned so far i'm not a black woman so i can't speak for black women but i can speak to how i view the situation and what i've learned from the situation and i think a lot of a lot of the reaction from black men on stuff like this is because of how we've been conditioned like i and and by the way just because you've been conditioned to something doesn't mean you need to be stuck there right right so i'm not that's not an excuse i'm just saying when you see people say i don't care or whatever i think a lot of times in america you know i i keep going back to that mckinney pool party where that young black girl was on the ground because the cop pinned her down and the black boys went to help her by and they said they were just urging her to be calm they weren't even approaching that guy to do anything and he pulled his gun on him which is a lesson that has been passed down in america for years which is you do not help your women in distress right you know once once this person enters the situation as a white man all 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 pretenses of you being able to protect your woman are gone like you can't protect her from what i want as my position in society so i feel like that shit has permeated our you know our mentality and it and it's been passed down and 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 we have to undo it it's the only way to make it work and part of undoing it means that we need to you know push back not just a you know against like white people quote unquote tm you know uh, white supremacy but we have to push back against our own like issues within ourselves because a lot of this shit is caused is harm we cause to ourselves when we like when we feel like we want to say we don't care when we do yeah we need to examine why is it that we're saying we don't care when we do right you know i've seen people on facebook say they don't care after five paragraphs about rachel dolezal what you're talking about is so something in you means that you care let me tell you what you don't care the women about about the women's world cup because you didn't talk about it once on your facebook page (laughs) ain't that the truth you know what else you don't care about um you don't care about uh the political unrest in russia because you don't talk about it you do care about rachel dolezal because you've talked about it five times this week i sure do and each time you talked about it you say i don't care right but you do care because you keep writing about it Mm -hmm. you don't have to say shit you know and you feel like it's important to get your point of view out there but you need to examine why you say you don't care because it does matter and it's the only way to get to 
an answer about you know and maybe you're scared of what you're gonna find for why you have to why you feel the need to tell people you don't care because right. i feel like in a lot of ways black men say they don't care because they know deep down they can't help black women because our position in society isn't one of power in a lot of ways that they feel like would alleviate racism and help in these causes so it's a bit emasculating to even go there in your mind of you know okay my daughter was thrown on the ground by a police officer what can i do about it right and so instead you have to have this moment of like i'm i'm outraged and i can express anger uh but i can't express sadness i can't express uh hurt i can't can't, you know i can't grieve yeah i can't like so i but i'm i'm comfortable saying i don't care or i'm comfortable uh making a joke or i'm comfortable being angry but i'm not comfortable being consoling Right. i'm not comfortable being supporting i'm not comfortable doing this to me is the solution to all this shit really i'm not comfortable listening right i'm not comfortable not having the answer i'm not comfortable learning something from a woman about how she feels about this shit and as as long as we're okay with that then we're going to continue to have that rift right. you know because- men feel like they always have to have an answer right we don't want to look at the map we don't want to pull over and ask for directions we have to know or else what are we if we're a man that doesn't know at all and in these complex situations we don't have an answer we don't know you know and and instead you could shut up and listen you really could you know i was a bit disappointed in the brothers that come out around the think pieces that kind of belittled and and jumped right over the whole point of this dolazile shit because in many ways they could have just listened and they wouldn't have, they wouldn't need to embarrass themselves like that right and then when women start saying shit it's like what's wrong with you why are you angry right why, why do you care well, well you care too because you're posting and writing about it also right you could have just listened man nobody had to go through that and like i said mm-hmm. those are my boys it wasn't contentious i i have nothing bad to say about it i actually enjoyed that conversation i'm glad it went on as long as it did i'm glad uh bob was engaging um i'm glad that um we got to talk with you know that tone and and k-bad like you know like i said i could explain it as much as i can and you know maybe i change some minds maybe i'm not maybe people at least listen and heard a perspective they can agree with or disagree with on the show but what i didn't want to i don't want to be the person that says all this shit on my podcast and then right anytime i'm in a i mean because i do that shit in real life by the way like it's not just like oh i'm on a podcast people might hear this i've wasted my breath so many times talking to like my boy steve at the court or something where i'm just like i'm not the kind of friend that's just gonna let it slide we have to have a conversation man we have to because i I feel compelled to and maybe it doesn't change anything but you know yeah man i I would never say all this shit on my show and then be like and then be on somebody else's podcast like mm-hmm they is some bitches and they need to shut the fuck up not they weren't saying that by the way guys i'm just saying as an example i wouldn't be like i wouldn't be on somebody else's podcast and be like you right man bruce jenner is a man and he'll always be a man to me you know what i'm saying dog like i would never do that and then expect to come back here and be like people need to stop being transphobic because that would be right. a piece of shit great podcast tara writes in hey rod and karen i've been listening for a couple of years now and you two get me through my day i appreciate everything you guys do for us listeners from recapping the true blood to oh that's that was i did take that bullet oh yeah you and justin 
for I recap for true recap and true blood I, you laughing a little too hard okay <laughs> for a recap and true blood to doing research on today's important topics so you can form educated opinions and give us a great show however what i enjoy the most about tbgwt is the love friendship and partnership you and karen have i know you guys are married but it's still great to see how you two play off each other and have each other's back when someone comes at one of you black love is important powerful and isn't recognized enough in my opinion karen i feel like there aren't enough words in the world to describe how awesome you are you have such a beautiful spirit and i enjoy your speeches on why black women matter your celebratory serena williams party on twitter and facebook gave me life i'm glad it did i had a good time serena is fine and if i had her body i would show it off every single day what no clothes honey look at all this i saw how someone (laughs) tried to ruin that party on facebook and i'm glad he went ignored for the most part it seems like every time black women try to celebrate each other someone has to come in and take us down a peg right it just makes me sad when it's a brother that who does it like you i was so also frustrated seeing black men shit on black women for criticizing rachel dolezal it's like black women are only supposed to be on the front lines when a black man is unjustly killed but have to remain silent when people like dolezal try to appropriate our culture we're called on to be strong black women for everyone else's problems but aren't allowed to call for help when someone attacks us it's bullshit right and not only are we not allowed to call for help we are not allowed to speak up we are not allowed to demand respect we are not allowed to say this shit is infuriating to me as a woman and all of a sudden that's that that's where that that separation comes in where oh those are vagina issues Mm -hmm. and you're like you came out of this vagina so what are we talking about you matter you matter in this also karen you are one of the women who inspires me to be unapologetically me because you are always yourself and are damn proud to be the person you are your laugh your thoughts and biases towards your favorite shows are just a few (laughs) of the qualities that make you a great person please never lose that passion and light within you because the world needs it black women matter well thanks guys for the great show keep up the great work p.s justin is great i also found project fandom through your show and now it's one of my favorite podcasts nina and her crew are great she also spits hot fire especially on facebook yeah and is never here for that bullshit this is true (laughs) no she she is not (laughs) because people that follow me on facebook know that most of the time i'm not even gonna lie y'all i'm 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 pretty much a, a square on facebook overall you know post a few pics here but this dollars out thing it really got me mad and i've been just posting and ranting on facebook most of the time i leave that for twitter but i've been put it up on uh facebook and i told nita i blame her and nita told me uh when you get old and over uh 40 she said you just don't give a fuck no more when i'm 36 until i'm almost there i say well it's gonna get even worse she goes on to say uh wait hold on uh tara film politique <coughs> and uh yeah she's cool people on facebook and uh twitter and stuff mm-hmm. and i think we even did a movie review together me and her so she's cool people um two more and then we're done rachel's old line ass by mr span what's good Ryan and karen i don't know if this email will make any time for the feedback show but let me tell you i love y'all man i listened to the episode you guys did on rachel dolezal while driving home to chicago and i swear it was like everything i was thinking y'all was saying i ain't been to church in quite a while but damn it i felt like getting out the car dancing a little bit it was that good (laughs) (laughs) over the course of the week i was simply amazed how hard brothers were trying to cape to defend this madness from comparing it to caitlin jenner to talking about all this work she was doing in the community with no real examples given to try to say that we as black people 
were keeping racism alive by calling her what she was a white woman right. a white woman who's also got a goddamn liar it was disgusting i had a conversation with one cat and he was trying so hard to defend her he was talking about her parents being untrustworthy right wow i've seen what, that many times what is the, what does her parents benefit <laughs> by saying that she is uh white and the thing about it i'm just look there is some benefit possibly right i'm just saying how you gonna say y'all are being untrustworthy right. her obviously white parents who look white saying my daughter is white but she's not for this big ass deception you just want to believe only her and the facts that she says that come out of her mouth right fuck out of here but couldn't answer when i asked him what lies they have have they told it was sad man but to my sisters i will say this i'm sorry y'all had to deal with so many of these fuck niggas this past week where is the goddamn drop squad when you need them right all i can say right now is that brothers had a really shameful display this week and there's no defending that you guys had another great week of shows and slowly creeping up to that thousand mark peace to be uh, uh glad to be on this ride with y'all peace and then he <laughs> included a picture ah! of uh, a black dude dressed as superman holding a <laughs> clock kid i mean holding okay. lois lane and it said don't worry rachel i'll save you because <laughs> man they had caping. them capes flying high the capes was flying right and then let that have been a sister honey they'd have missed her and she'd have fell down there with the dog thank you Ryder karen dear Ryder karen this has been a rough week yeah man you know i saw a dude um calling some he called somebody a negro bed wedge on facebook i woke up come on that. now i woke up to that this morning it had to be like are we are we really is this the twilight this? zone right is this 1856 what the fuck is happening here i saw a dude um and i'm not even gonna say his name but he's a podcaster he kind of wanted to be on our show at one point he like hey i would love to have y'all on blah 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 vice versa we do cross promotion i was like well you know i gotta listen to your show first but you know i'm always pretty slow about that shit because i like to fill people out and right i don't like to ever be affiliated with someone where i have to look back and be like what the fuck why did i have that person right. on my show we investigate people y'all i promise you know, y'all we so, do so i you know i was you know i i hadn't got to it yet but i had it on my list of like okay i'll check out this this guy's show eventually mm-hmm. and see what it sounds like so this person you know uh had, had a post this morning about how you know using using the the death of the nine people in charleston to make us to make us take a stab at black women who were upset about rachel dolezal last week which have nothing to do with each other right and so it was so and then within this person's thread it was a dude in there calling you know uh you know another podcaster black woman a negro bed wench and shit mm-hmm. and, and whatnot and i'm just sitting up here like what the fuck like how are you pro-black but it's just pro-black for men right just like i still hate y'all black women but i'm pro-black and y'all need to support me just be quiet sit in the back support me you know come to the rally ha- carry the sign take a photo out but just listen to my my shit and that's it and i was like so fucking glad that happened not because i was glad that there was pain and on my timeline that there was a fight i'm just glad that that outed that motherfucker so i can be like no we're not friends no you'll never be on the show no i'll never do your show because i'm not about giving niggas shine like that right like just the fact i would like even with the original disagreement and the original inflammatory post which really was enough the fact that he let some nigga come through his timeline and call people negro bed wenches dog that we doing this that's okay you didn't check your boy 
like that's the thing man a lot of these motherfuckers think they alpha dogs because they fit a certain stereotype but they're not alpha dogs if you let somebody disrespect somebody that you supposedly have respect for right. and you don't check them you don't even say anything that's crazy that means you co-sign their actions right even right because i know you're gonna come back and say well i didn't say it fuck that you were right there you didn't do shit so i have no respect for that man it was that shit pissed me off so bad this morning i was just like like you know and you're just watching it like why did you even do you even know what our show is do you even listen to our show because there's no fucking way you should want to be on our show if you have that type of attitude right because the, the thing about it is that what people fail to realize we watch and we pay attention to a lot of shit and we and i completely understand that everybody's not going to be politically correct and or have positive views all the time about black women yada 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 um but my thing is this i'm a black woman so i have a tendency to be very sensitive to certain shit so it's one of those things where you know going to my husband and forgetting that half the show is a black woman right i would not dare allow somebody to come on here and your whole jest is to shit on black women i i know like that's that's not happening yeah the only reason i'm not saying the name one i don't think it's my story to tell to be honest with y'all but then two um i'm not trying to help that person get promotion and then three Mm -hmm. without fucking like as livid as i am without fucking um with no exception to the rule no exception if i were to say the person's name if i was to talk about their podcast or whatever guarantee fucking to you somebody gonna be writing in tomorrow talking about rogers didn't have to do that why'd you go so hard is it's not worth it that you know that person maybe they was having a bad day i don't even want to get into it i never said the person's name i don't follow them on facebook anymore we're not friends i let them know how i feel and i dropped that motherfucker so uh leave me out of it there you go so don't write in shit about it and don't write in asking who it was because i'm not gonna tell you nope anyway um this has been a rough week yeah so uh chloe right said thank you Ryder karen dear Ryder karen it's been a rough week but i wanted to say thank you both for being this voice that people need to hear as a black woman it is very hard to find positive spaces and positive black spaces who actually love and appreciate black women yeah it's really that's the other thing it's as it's so sad to compromises black women had to make and you know what it's so sad to compromise black people had to make in general mm-hmm. right like black people that like sports typically have to listen to sports radio that don't like black people right i don't like any of the athletes i don't I like, like any of the other culture other i don't like any of the, i hate your music i hate your clothing right. i hate everything about you but guess what you don't have anywhere else you can get your local sports talk from other than 50 year old white men who kind of don't like young black dudes come on now and and you have to deal with that every day every day to get the update on what's going to happen with julius peppers you also have to hear them call him a lazy uh good for nothing, for nothing right he getting paid too much why did yeah. he hold out right. you have to basically listen to call him an uppity nigger every day correct so so and it, and it wears on you yes it does and i think people feel like that's just the choice they have that's just what you have to deal with you don't Mm-mm. you don't and you don't have to put up with that shit there's always somewhere else to get your information without that bias um and then and then secondly in addition to black people doing that it fucking sucks when black people do it to each other right like i I really do hate when i'm listening to someone's show and i'm just like well you're you know you're black you're a black person and then you're gonna shit on black women or you're a black um woman but you know you're gonna shit on trans people or you're 
uh, a gay person but you're gonna shit on uh, you know whatever other marginalized group where you're just like man like it's like everyone's just doing it to each other right you know which is sad because you know there's no there's not a lot of safe spaces and i and i and i'm and for the record we're not a political podcast i'm not interested in creating quote unquote a safe space it just happens to be a place that's a bit more accepting and open-minded than a lot of other places but we still get these jokes off we still talk about all kinds of random ratchet bullshit I, it's kind of surprising that other people aren't able to do it right and and it's one of those things where uh even when it comes to when you get deeper into black uh podcasting honestly there's very very few places with black women voices and that's something right. that people don't want to talk about either it's it is white male dominated and then white female dominated and then black male dominated and then black female dominated right. and, and 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 actually a lot of times once you get down to it and and this is something that people don't really want to talk about either since you know since we're um discussing this you rarely find podcasts that are all females it's normally a yeah. a male or a female or a crew of people mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that because i understand every podcast is go- not trying to be completely different but you never get a get get, get a podcast that's just strictly all females and and for me personally this is one reason why i love whiskey wine and moonshine because it is all black females with the all black female perspective and that matters to me and just like you talk about the sports it's one of those things where women come in the junk come in here and you and you have men talking and a lot of these men not all some of them bash on women on some of these podcasts and you're like well i come here because you know i'm thinking we i'm gonna get something and all i hear is you shitting on me i need to find a safe space too and those spaces are rare and that's why it's very important to me and this is this me personally this is why oh um uh, uh, CJ and Mel too, uh, uh, all black female. But uh, for me, this is another reason why I purposely seek out podcasts that are all female, black female only, because the voices are small and they marginalize. And it goes to show black women are not a monolith. Black women can get along. All black women aren't ghetto. All black women aren't stupid. All black women aren't there to to, to be a sidekick for you to get your jokes off of and just to say, okay, I agree with you. And it's one of those things where we can't, we, we're not a monolith. And I think that a lot of people, even a lot of black men look at us as a monolith because a lot of times they only seek one particular type of black women. If that woman rejects you all of a sudden, all of us ain't shit and that shit get old too. So for me, it's one of those things where I, 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 glad that we have a space that opens and welcoming to to people of all kind when it comes to these things especially black women because i'm a black woman so i refuse to be on something that i own and you gonna come over here and do that exactly exactly that's the other reason that I, number four i know it ain't gonna go down so. no because i will have a whole lot to say you fuck around and hang up on me before i did before i did with that bullshit <laughs> uh anyways on a lighter note rod something you said on one of the previous episodes was about you getting into a job interview and having this mindset where you're interviewing them and bruh as a recent college grad who was going into interviews basically begging and having them probably sense how desperate i was (laughs) your few words changed my life after you said that i got a mentor to help with my resume and started walking into companies like want make me want to work here sell this position to me and now i'm getting offers and have had several interviews each week as soon as i sign off on an offer i'm gonna pay off my mama's bills and get premium from you guys go get them dog thanks for doing everything you do you're changing lives love and peace hey man i'm telling you. you that i've never had a bad job in it i've 
real talk i've never had a job interview i didn't get the job ever the like it you know and y'all niggas know i got laid off twice like i've <laughs> i've never not got the first fucking like uh even for my internship like i've just i've never had to interview anything twice i've like i just go in there and i'm like because one if you're asking questions about the job you sound like you know what you're talking about right you know so you know when you're at and it's not like and you obviously it's not transparent like i don't just walk in and be like can i leave at five if i want to like <laughs> but you know i ask questions you know like what's the time commitment you know what you know um you know ask them questions like uh, about the benefits uh ask them questions about um uh you know the the, the knowledge base the kind of team i'm gonna be working for what's the manager like questions that mm. questions that to them it sounds like this nigga think he already got the job and you're right i do think i already got the job the question is do i want this fucking job because right. the vast majority of time in america the job you get is gonna be beneath you right it just it's just the way american jobs are like you're probably better than your job not saying oh, yeah. you're not good at it or mm-hmm. whatever but you're probably gonna be overqualified for your job and, right. o- and overworked for your job and all this shit. So you might, that's the only time you really get a chance. It's then, it's the, the interview. After that, it's too late. Now you're in the fucking job. You gotta deal with their bullshit and all the lies they told you in the interview. Right. Cause a lot of times what, it's, it's almost like gotcha because a lot of times what they present to you in the real job, depending on the position, ain't the same yeah what i'm i want to be in an interview where you lying to me not me lying to you you right. know what i'm saying because now i don't feel like comfortable lying might get caught in one like yeah i, I don't lie because i because i'm black in america i know people validating check shit so i don't be writing i got all these degrees certificates that i don't have yeah i just like but i mean i'm, I'm talking regular lies okay. like uh do you like stuff like you think you can get here on time every day that's a lie no i can't ah! I'm, I'm gonna be late but I don't say that in the interview. Oh, but Lord. I'm just saying. We just got to keep it real. All right, man. This is a long feedback show, but it was a lot of topics that we covered. Yes. And I feel like it's very productive, and I had a good time. Uh, we got new premium shows that will be coming out. We mm-hmm. just did another Balls Deep last night. We had the Nerd Off going um, last weekend. <clears throat> Karen interviewed... Um, another yeah she she interviewed another she did another lips packing good that was fun i've done another uh medium talk tomorrow we're gonna do some uh movie reviews i'm just saying dog we grind man and i hope you i hope you're you know if you're thinking about being a part of this on the premium level i hope that you can support us on the premium level uh that's definitely you know how we stay afloat and Mm -hmm. uh definitely the thing that keeps uh you know that keeps keeps this safe space available for everybody right all right man until tomorrow which is father's day which means the return of my dad yep uh <laughs> i would say submit questions i feel like we've asked him everything at this point yeah about but, raising me but so y'all can ask but yeah yeah anyway my dad will be here tomorrow we'll be talking about all kinds of shit um until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.